1: the following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network.
2: The ball sends it over to Edward Robles. Go name FC. Let's go insert name FC! What is up everybody? My name is Hector Flores, host of the Insert Name FC podcast. Joining me as always is my best friend and the other host of the show, Edward Robles.
3: Hey, what's up, guys?
2: So there's uh a, a little bit of announcement this episode. Um I'll kinda let Edward uh take over from here. Um but uh it's gonna there's gonna be a, there's gonna be a change. Would insert name FC just for just for a while. So Edward, I'll let you, I'll
3: let you take uh, over. Okay. Well, um, basically, uh, I'll be taking a small sabbatical for a little bit. Just to have a lot on my plate. Uh, work's been a bit rough. Getting back uh from the flu, all that stuff. You know, the kids. Just everything's uh piling up a lot. So I'm starting to feel that pressure of uh, of everything. So I just feel like I need to put a little bit of different things uh, into perspective. I'm just going to take a small little break. But once I have myself uh, mentally back to normal, I'll be back to the show and recording. And I just don't want to put my my worst. Into it, I want to put my best into it because it's something that we both believe in. So, yeah,
2: yeah, uh, guys, uh, I, I just want to, and also, Edward, know obviously, like when when I decided to start inserting FC, uh, and Edward could tell you he was the first person I reached out to. Um, oh, yeah, so I told him what I wanted to do. <clears throat> I I told him if, if there was any moment, any time throughout this time where it's just not it's not fun for him anymore that I have no issue with him stepping away. And, um, and so I, and one thing, I don't want this podcast to be a stressor. Um, this is literally, weirdly enough, this is actually one of the few times me and Edward actually get to hang out because, you know, yeah. with life and yeah. everything like that, we don't really get to see each other very often. So this is kind of, in some sense, it's kind of me and Edward just being able to bullshit around like we, like we yeah would on a normal Pretty case. much, pretty so, much. So, I understand, and I understood Edward had already a tight schedule as it was when when we started the podcast, and I was, you know I made sure to do everything that I could to make it it convenient as possible for him um so I understood that if there was any and I told him many times like if there's any if you do feel that you need to step away, there's no hard feelings i get it i'm i'm gonna say, i'm gonna tell you honestly, man, sometimes I'm burned out too, but uh I think obviously some people can handle multiple workloads and others can't. And and this isn't a way of saying that someone's better than the other, but obviously one Edward has multiple things going on. Like I me, it's just work and the podcast, you know what I mean? Whereas Edward is working, you know, you know, fighting um, the fighting kids, stresses and, he, and he's a father of twin boys. The
3: kids. And then also uh, my parents with my mom being not healthy, not yeah. being, uh, so yeah, that, that also, puts a lot on my head uh right. i'm her i'm her how do you say i'm her caretaker you know so i have to be the one getting her medicine ready getting everything done uh going to to the pharmacy which ironically i did go right after work i was planning on getting a quick workout in because i wanted to be you know pumped up for the show turns out and then she, she went through a small little surgery today or well not small but you know just I'm just saying it because she's okay. Thankfully everything's was good. Um, she went through a surgery and I was supposed to go get like the pain meds. And I go because they told me, my mom told me, hey, can you go pick up the pain meds after you get off of work? So I was like, okay, so no gym. I was like, I'll just go pick them up. Stood in line at the Walmart because that's supposedly where they went. And they told me that there was no pain meds. I come home and come to find out they gave her the physical prescription. So I needed to take that to any pharmacy, uh, but th- they supposedly told her that the, the the prescription was sent over to her pharmacy, which was the Walmart one. So, uh, yeah. So that's why I was like, as soon as I got home, I had I took like a small little power nap, maybe like 15 minutes, and then that was it. And I just got up and you know got ready for it, but you know it's just uh. A lot of things, a lot of things on my plate. Uh, I just feel like I just need to. I don't want, like I said, I don't want to bring my worst. I always want to bring my best. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah and so, I'm still recouping. I'm still recouping. Still got my voice kind of all weird and deep and um, scratchy. So if y'all if y'all hear some some nasal stuff going, some nasal action going on in there, I apologize.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I like I said, man. I tried I really tried my best this year to try to give us as much as plenty of breaks as we could um even trying I mean, to pl- figure out like if there's going to be a summer break but like I said you know Edward's schedule is still his schedule like it's it's not this just takes one thing off of what he already has on him so it 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 really so um one obviously I I commend Edward for for having the balls to just straight up tell me I know that even though I told him that you can let me know anytime and I had no problem giving him the breaks that he needed. He, most of the time, you know, if he said he couldn't, he can't make it, then, you know, either I will record an episode by myself or I'll try to get Kelsey or somebody to come in and fill in for him. And so I, I appreciate, Edward, for you being uh, honest with me and telling me this and um, take as, as much time as you need to to distress yourself. And, and so that way, when you come back, you know, we're we're able to have the conversations that we're hoping for on this, on this podcast.
3: Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, yeah, I'm just uh, yeah, even just a one night of one night of just relaxing and just regular, um, like uh, I guess you could say, because every every day I always have something. But Friday, um, I didn't get off till like what eight? It was eight o'clock, and I was still barely gonna go get my kids because it was my weekend with the kids. So it was it was a pretty a rough day. Um then today was kind of like a roughish day, but I think I was still trying to recoup from the weekend from, you know, the kids and uh, my parents dealing with a lot of stuff. Like I said, we were getting ready for my mom's thing and uh, uh, I had to go to work today. So my dad went with her and uh but at the same time like while i was working i was getting phone calls from the hospital they're like hey we also need this hey we also need this information oh there's this medication so and so and so on so while i was working i was also dealing with that like basically being the uh i guess you call it the farm the pharmacist of her medication you know because i'm the one that's the one in charge of all of that so i was like oh yeah i know that medicine oh yeah this this, and this. okay but she's not taking it no she hasn't taken that for days i uh for the past maybe the week or so i've been in charge of medication basically putting it on and putting it back off and putting it on and putting it back off so it, it's a it's just a mental just a mental relaxation of sorts that i just needed
4: mm-hmm.
3: so i feel like it's gonna help you know just to just to uh have some time to myself and i'm gonna try to also do like some de-stressing, mental, you know, mental health awareness kind of stuff. Because, man, I'm telling you, <laughs> yeah,
2: th- I totally get it, man. So, um, so yeah. we're gonna make sure that this uh, this episode is gonna be a really good one, and uh, and be with a bang for Edward um till he comes back, and uh, and so I'm sure Edward's gonna put out a good a good one for us as always as he always does. Um, oh, so in yeah. this episode. Uh, we do have overreactions from this past weekend. Uh, we'll have headlines. Um, so make things easier for this recording for Edward uh, Kelsey Coyne <laughs> from High Low Sports, our our super sub. He's actually uh, comes in to help me preview the MLS season that's coming up this weekend. Actually, Inter Miami will be having the kickoff on Wednesday against Ralph Salt Lake. I'm sure I'm sure Edward's just gleaming with joy to, to get this MLS season started. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
3: I appreciate Kelsey too, man. Because like you know, I appreciate Hector, but I also appreciate Kelsey subbing in. You know, he he's all he's a he's a super sub for sure.
2: Uh, announce our players of the week and give you guys some games to watch, and then we'll wrap this show up because obviously MLS season kicked off. So we got the new MLS jerseys that came out. So we're gonna do our three up, three down, uh, for the MLS kids um also <coughs> oh also so you guys know like i said edward's still gonna do some stuff for this sh- for the podcast so he will still announce players of the week and i mean the the singing bet is still a singing bet though so I, I, oh, yeah. I i don't know i'm still trying i'm debating on how to do the singing bet for next season i don't know if there will be one or not i just i don't know and I, I gotta figure some things out um maybe something less humiliating maybe maybe yeah. You know, losers, losers of the of the jersey bet of the jer- Maybe we we'll do a jersey bet. Maybe the losers have to buy get a jersey for the put money together to get a jersey for the winner. Maybe we'll do that. We'll see.
3: Uh, we'll see. I was gonna say, what, what about uh wearing the the winner's uh, jersey? You know, like the the team of jersey for them. I don't want to do like that. like for example.
2: I don't, don't, don't want to be wearing a Man City
4: jersey. Doesn't have to be Man City. it could be
3: uh could be Atlético Madrid for for Spencer or Barcelona for me or even like if I lose, I guess I have to wear Real Madrid or Atlético Madrid. Which maybe maybe well
2: it'll work out forever because if Spencer wins and ever loses he could just, he just has to wear a Juventus Jersey. So. Oh
3: yeah, true. That would work. That would work. And you already I has like, one. that's <laughs> the one I, I, yeah, I was like, that's the one I have. Cool. <laughs>
2: The player's <laughs> not there, but
3: you know. <laughs> uh but
2: yes, so MLS preview with with uh, Kelsey coin um and I like I said three up three down jer- uh MLS jerseys, so uh quite a show, so me and er we're gonna go ahead and take a break and we'll go right into the overreactions.
0: Are you ready to elevate your sports betting experience? Look no further than DraftKings Sportsbook. Why choose DraftKings Sportsbook? Unmatched variety. Bet on your favorite sports leagues or discover new ones to follow. Live betting. Test your instincts and feel the adrenaline as you bet in real time while a game unfolds. Promotions and boosted odds. DraftKings keeps the excitement going with a range of promotions, odds boosts, and special offers. And a user-friendly interface. Whether you're a seasoned bettor or new to the game, DraftKings intuitive platform makes placing bets a breeze. Ready to dive in? BillyUp Sports has partnered with DraftKings Sportsbook to give you an exclusive offer. Sign up at dkng.co forward slash 150 and new customers will get $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet $5 or more. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your love for sports to the next level. Sign up today and let the games begin. Please gamble responsibly. 21 years or older. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details.
2: All right, guys, we're back. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram and the X at Insert Name FC. Also, you can find us on TikTok at insert.name.fc Name um, FC. Man, these re- these reels that I've been dropping lately have been getting a lot of viewership. Uh, I've been actually kind of taken back by that. It, it, it's interesting of what a, what a reel could really do in social media. So, so yeah. Um, also, you guys really like chicharito. I'm I'm learning that now. <laughs> <laughs> Because that thing still is still getting views, uh, and apparently either that or you guys really like Chris Daughtry. So you know, take take that for what you want. Uh, hey
3: man, Daughtry was was a hit back in the day. You know, I mean, because these uh, these
2: faces and these places are getting old, man.
3: <laughs> yep, exactly. Oh man, you know what? It's the messed up part about it is makes me realize how old I am. I feel that my dude was on now.
4: American Idol, man. That's like the insane thing. Yep. You notice that the losers, are the
2: the guys that don't win American Idol, are the ones that actually like go get famous. Like they, they
3: they get they get famous. Yeah.
4: Aside from Kelly Clarkson, Kelly
3: Clarkson um, was the only one who ever got actually has a talk show. Wow.
2: Anyways. Uh, over- <laughs> overreactions, man. Uh, do you have an
3: overreaction from last weekend? Oh man, I'm not even gonna lie to you, but um, I want to say my overreaction, um, I, okay. So I know this is gonna be one of our topics that we're gonna be talking about. Um, I guess my overreaction is the whole fact of the the MLS uh ref referees. Like okay. That. Uh, I feel like the MLS should step up, uh maybe better wages, do do better, basically. Like the American the American the major league soccer has to has to do better, I think.
2: MLS has done a lot of stuff, man. Um you know, uh, you know I my own reaction does also involve the MLS because it is just announced that um that the MLS has been saying that they don't want it that they don't really want to do the US Open Cup uh this season. As a matter of fact, their decision was to let their MLS Next Pro team um you know put you know play for them instead. And I I mean to me this whole thing is stupid, and the only reason why I say it is stupid is because like uh you you guys were doing that anyways. It's just that instead of them being, you know, the MLS Next Pro they're wearing the M L S Next Pro jerseys, they're wearing the first team jerseys. So like you guys do this anyways. Like this is what you do. I don't know why you have to like. No, we're gonna let them them go. And it's honestly because like the MLS has just added too many tournaments now. Now you got the League's Cup, so like, it's kind of your fault why you're in this in this debacle. Uh, it just exactly.
4: sucks.
2: It just sucks because obviously the U.S. Open Cup is like a very historical tournament here in the U.S. And with with Don Garber basically saying. That MLS will not be participating in the U.S. Open Cup, which obviously MLS is like the big, the standard league, right? For here in the U.S., um, yeah. it's really like it hurts for the it, it hurts a lot for the USL teams and all the other lower division teams, you know, in the U.S. Because for some of them, that's a big it's a big opportunity for them when they go up against an MLS team. Um, it's great for them for ticket sales and and all that. So, uh, yeah, it, it, um, I don't know what MLS is doing uh we'll we'll definitely talk about the referees because we're talking that's actually a topic one of the headlines for this episode um yep. but but yeah I, I it's it's disappointing it's disappointing that that uh, the US Open Cup is is being treated like this because i and i'm not saying this just because i'm a Dynamo fan that like also you know the Dynamo won the previous US Open Cup and i get that but like it's it's also the fact that just this is like the one thing that we have like that you know Maybe we can, you know, flex with the with the Euro snobs, you know, because this is basically our our FA Cup. It's an open tournament. It's anybody can anybody could compete for the Open Cup, and anybody has a shot at winning the Open Cup. Um, yeah. You know, we've had USL teams ha- be close to winning the winning it. As a matter of uh, fact, Pat Onstad, current general manager of the Houston Dynamo, he was part of a team that no one thought was going to win the US Open Cup and won it. Yeah, you know, it was like oh, one of the man. biggest like think, underdog I think, stories.
3: I think I remember that. That was a long time ago.
2: Yeah, it, Well, I mean Pat Onstein is now a general manager, so let that sit in. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. Uh, um, but, but but yeah, that's just my... hmm?
3: was, was like, wasn't he with like Dwayne de Rosario? Like yeah, the, he was the goalkeeper for Dynamo the Dynamo that won the one, the yeah.
2: one And now <laughs> he's the general manager of the Houston Dynamo. Dang.
4: Dang. Mm.
2: Yeah, this is not a good look for the MLS. Um but you know what um so we'll go right into headlines, you know, being that we're already talking about MLS, we'll go we'll go to the MLS one. So whatever was mentioning was so MLS uh MLS and the referees are having a standoff. So Pro Referees are also known as Professional Referees uh organization. That's be the dumbest uh acronym I have ever heard in my fucking life, but all right. Um all right. If you guys have listened to this podcast, and everyone could definitely tell you, I've complained yeah. about these referees for a long time. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Yeah. There's a good, ap- there's a good chunk of episodes. There's a good chunk of episodes where I have, I have, I have definitely bastardized the name of the pro referees. Um, <laughs> I, I've, I've said some, I've said some really mean things about these refs, and it's also now that I know what their acronym stands for, pro referees. The acronym for pro referees is Professional Referees Organization. Your, your acronym is literally the first word. So like Girl. now I even hate you even more. But, um, but yeah, so the referees, they want more money. I mean, go figure. MLS now has Messi. Now has the Apple deal. So there should be an influx of cash coming to MLS. At least you would hope so. And the referees, well, they want a better cut. Obviously, this opens up with more money. That means better investing on in training, better investing in traveling arrangements. So it you know maybe it improves the quality of these referees which isn't really saying much right now um yeah. so yeah so now they're in a standoff they're standing off standoff with these referees Um uh, but uh I I I'll let you talk about uh, talk on your 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 thoughts on it and then I uh, I'll say something that might be might be how I a little bit more about how I feel about these referees
3: I mean truthfully speaking I mean the, the thing is I want to come at this from a I guess you could say I, I'm I, I'm trying to help out the refs, I guess you could say, because yeah, MLS is going to make more money now with the messy deal going, the Apple TV deal. Um basically all of these new opportunities for them to get money and mind you personally, personally, like me, it, with all that money, I would feel that, you know, maybe maybe then they would try to do, like, those open academies like they do overseas, like they do in, in Europe, you know, like for, for Young Bucks. But being since they are not going to do that, they can start off with the refs, you know, like try to get them trained more, get get them paid, you know, because a lot of these guys, uh, I'm not going to say, like, oh, they don't make decent money. But, I mean, can you make a living wage off of a ref from an MLS compared to a ref in La Liga? You know what I mean? Well, I like mean, most of, ref.
2: most of those referees get bought out. <laughs> so. uh, that's, that's
3: true. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Okay, but you know what I'm saying,
2: though. No, I, I, I get a hundred percent. No, because I mean, yes, these referees need 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 representation as well. They need to be, you know, they need to be financed just as much as the athletes are, because they're out there with you. You know, they're there to make things, make sure the game's being played right, make sure that the game's going smoothly. Um, and obviously now MLS is adding, uh, some new rules where, you know, they're trying to reduce the, the, the milking that players do, like the guys that take their sweet time to, to sub out, you know, all things, the the little things like that, like they're going to try to do more with VAR goal line technology, which I don't think that's still a thing yet. Um, which is crazy because the world cup featured it, but we still, no one wants to fucking use it. So,
4: right. You know, okay. Uh, it's it's always the a... no,
3: what 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 was it no remember back in I think it was like the 2010 World Cup the new technology it was the soccer ball
2: oh yeah the the only one only person to figure out was Diego Forlan
3: yeah he was the only one that was able to kick that ball just in the sweet spot everybody else was basically sucked ass at it no yeah. matter who you were not even Ronaldinho figured it out Ronaldinho just kicked it and it just boom. but yeah, it was it, just it's... like it's interesting.
4: But yeah, I mean it's uh
3: like you said, like with with all these new these new things, like basically new rules that are coming out and yet they're still gonna be paid like, you know, average Joe's. Right?
2: Yeah. And and also with yeah. the new resources that the MLS is getting, like you know, MLS should be able to do a little bit better. Um Yeah. But I will say this: like obviously, as someone that has complained about these referees for for very much a good amount of time, um, I could probably say that this could be that it could go two ways here. Like it can honestly go two ways for the professional referee organization. I, I let me give you a minute to just remember that that's the acronym. Um, so. It could go two ways, and obviously we've we've seen it here in the U.S. What happens when you have replacement referees? If you guys remember uh, in the NFL season, I, I forgot which year, but it was there was a year where the referees had a strike as well, also didn't agree with the CBA. Oh yeah, you had the replacement right. referees, and then you the, everybody remembers the controversial Green Bay Packers Seattle Seahawks game where you had one referee calling it incomplete and the other one calling it a touchdown.
0: Oh yeah,
3: well, and then they went to like the, the end zone, and they were like still talking to each other, like, yeah. like they were just still trying to like figure it out. Oh, it's it was, awesome. it was bad. Um, <laughs> it was bad.
2: So it could go two ways. Either and 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 as someone that's a you know as, as an MLS fan, someone that's invested in MLS, and already hates the referee, <laughs> already hates the referees in the MLS, um, it could either go really much worse, which is still baffling to me that that's even possible. Um, it could get worse. And the league is now even more frustrating. Or, and here's the other side, Edward. Oh, here we go. These replacement referees are actually better than the pro
4: referees. (laughs) I mean, it's possible.
3: It's possible. I mean, you got it. Let me put it this way. And here's, here's, I'll put it in the way that you know, because I, I know it too. You got these guys who are, um semi-pro referees uh they they referee indoor soccer they referee outdoor they referee god arena soccer like they they do all kinds of stuff these the pro referees if they basically go on strike they leave the door open for all these these referees now we've me and you we've had our run-ins with the referees who are actually good and then we've had the referees who actually suck so that's a, that, and then that's the point, too. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if we're going to end up getting the same refs that already suck ass or we're going to get good refs. Um, it's a 50-50. Uh, if anything, um, recently I've been running into refs who are actually doing a pretty good job. Like, they'll let the play go. Um, they'll, they'll they'll keep going uh, with a with keep-going play, the fair play, whatever. Um but there are some who, are like, you barely tap one or even touch the ball, and they somehow trip over the ball, and it just looks bad. They'll be like, hey, that's a foul. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, no, that was not a foul at all. Like, that's not right. Or they'll call they'll call offsides, like, And I'm like, that dude was not offside at all. I was like, what happened to VAR? What, where's this VAR? I was like, now, instead of trusting VAR, you're still trusting the dude who may or may not be correct, which most of the time they're really not like the the, the linesmen. it's like they have to have they have to basically run like a i don't know uh they got to go to the autometrist and run like this special fucking f1 racing fast eye twitching movement because i think that that's what's going to help is is them having that uh that uh hand-eye coordination or the eye, you know what I'm saying? Like, the depth yeah. perception, like, for them to have an actual, actual good depth perception, for them to see across all the way to the far side of the field, for them to see, hey, that guy's actually a step over instead of it being like, hey, that guy's pinky's over. Like, no, dude, like, come on, dude. You got me. I mean, if anything, smarter. you can
2: always get the, the referees from the African Cup of Nations because those guys, those guys are great. <laughs> like, I was like, oh my god, this is what good referees look and, like?
3: And, and, and actually, and actually, think about it this way, too these guys go on strike those are going to see an opportunity they'll come down they more than likely they will get paid more than what they get paid over there
2: yeah i was just like when i saw them i was like bro these guys are good bro these guys were not even afraid when when uh some of the players would get on their faces bro like they were actually getting with them i was like this is They're these being, are chimney right, these are chimney rock referees um oh, if you guys if you guys don't know what that oh, means yeah. in uh and where we're from in houston there's a park that everyone used to play in in Chimney Rock. It's like the, like you 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 it's played the there at one
3: point. It's, it's, the, barrio. it's, it's the barrio. yeah. Are you you if right you there? played in, you either... in the streets
2: of Houston, you've probably played there at least at one point. And uh, yeah, the referees were no joke. I mean, it's a it it's, mind you, it's a very dirty league as it is. But uh, yeah. yeah, those refs weren't weren't playing around. Uh, but yeah, man, it's, MLS is doing a lot of stuff. And I'll I'll let you guys know when you get to the MLS preview with me and Kelsey. Obviously, this is way before uh, the the referees. I I don't I just I don't think we necessarily had time to talk about it because um, there was a lot of things to talk about. But like, uh, but now with the U.S. Open Cup, like now now that's not going to be a thing. And obviously, everyone's talking about Inter Miami being capable of winning a quadruple, which that just sounds stupid. But but there is that. But uh, but yeah. Uh, We'll see what happens with these referees, man. Uh I will say, like, one, I I don't know what I don't know what Emma, what Don Garber is on right now. Like, I don't know <laughs> if he's on a power trip or something. Also, he's not really a soccer guy. I, I want to point that out. Uh this guy was actually like, I think, a former exec executive for the NFL. And Robert Kraft just like hired him in to come and fix the Emma's. Now, mind you, he's a businessman, so he understands business. And that's the reason why he was brought to the MLS to like, cause at that time the MLS was on the verge of flopping. And so he comes in and he fixes the team financially. But now I think the diamond, I mean, I think now MLS needs to look for a commissioner that is soccer minded and, and starts oh, yeah. doing things for the sake of the game. Not so much. I mean, business is still important, but someone that actually gives a crap about soccer. And it's crazy to think this guy's been the, the commissioner for MLS for so many years and maybe he's gone now has an interest in soccer. I can't tell you how he feels now. Um, But but yeah, now things need to be more focused, especially because I mean, Copa America is coming up this summer. And then in two years, we're having the World Cup. And are we still going to have MLS matches being played during the freaking World Cup? I hope not. But so we'll see what happens there. But uh before we get to, you know, me and Kelsey, we do have one headline. It's a big one. It's actually been one that we've been talking about for I don't know how many how, how long now, Edward. I'm getting a headache from just thinking about this. Um,
3: <laughs> you're basically you're scared, is what's going on. Like, you're I'm you're pissed, bro.
2: Like I'm that just that some of the
3: that some of the that some of the rumors may or may not be true. This is what you're. It's what you're, I, you're I'm constantly
2: getting teased by this, and it's been like for for two years now. At least I feel like it's two years. But obviously, on like, and bro, Pope.
4: Yeah.
2: So Mbappe has informed his locker room that he will be leaving PSG. Um, he did he didn't say where. He just said that he will not be with PSG at at the end of the season. Um, so every uh, and then obviously like the media is trying so hard trying to ask like players like where is he gonna go? Where is he gonna go? And one player actually was like, "Come on, we all know where he's gonna go." And and to that guy, I say, "Fuck you." Um, but. Yeah, so Real Madrid obviously is still in the mix for now. Like, I don't know two years now. Um, yeah, but Premier League rumors have now risen and has been go- apparently. There's also rumors that he's like not happy with the amount Real Madrid is offering him. Or uh, oh not
3: yeah, that, I heard I heard about that. Um,
2: his posse is saying that he apparently isn't like he feels uncertain about going to Madrid. Um, and then. Um, now there's rumors that he wants to go to the Premier League. More specifically, he wants to go to Arsenal to now follow follow Thierry Henry's pathway. Which, if he if that's the case, God, I really <laughs> hope I hope he just stays <laughs> at Arsenal and not follows <laughs> to the other place he ends up, that
3: Thierry Henry goes to. You mean we Barcelona, we him and Slata and...
2: <laughs> dude, I, I did not know you can make that front three like you can make that that front for for Barcelona as ridiculous as it was at that time. And then you just oh, add yeah. like the most iconic what? French player in the world that can literally play anywhere up top. uh, Like literally anywhere. He could be striker. He could be a winger for you. And you add you know? Messi
3: with him. Oh, and you, and you added Messi in the middle. Oh, you had Dino, Messi, Good Johnson, Etto, Henry, dude. And Good Johnson
2: right. was on the bench. Just like, let's and just Gou point Justin that was out.
3: To, <laughs> just was the one that was, he was the super sub. He was just coming, coming up and he would actually score. I was like, damn.
2: Like Thierry Henry literally pulled, like, if you can't beat him, join him. That, that's yeah, literally pretty much. He beat, you know, because Barcelona beat them in the Champions League final. And then he goes, joins Barcelona and finally gets his Champions League trophy. Which I'm not yep. mad at him for that. I mean, it's, it's Henry. But, yeah, it's a, but yeah, so apparently there's rumors that he might want to go to uh, to the Arsenal to follow Thierry Henry and become a legend there, uh, dude. If also... he actually
3: pulls that off, where he actually makes them win the league, and let's put it, uh, he makes them do that, bro. I know you'll be happy. You'll be happy.
2: Yeah, and... I mean Arsenal would be the constellation. Um, just as long as he doesn't necessarily like literally follow. <laughs> as long as he doesn't literally follow Thierry Henry. <laughs>
3: Well, as as that, he doesn't do not, that, I'm fine well, with it. Let, 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 let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. In order for him to follow that footstep, Barcelona has to be good and money wise, and we both know that's not gonna happen.
2: That's very true. So thanks, thanks for that one. Um, yeah. And also the other, the other, uh, the other rumor is is a uh, Liverpool, which I mean, if, if you lose, if you lose Jurgen Klopp, and you gain an Mbappe, it's like. Who cares who our coach is now? We just got freaking Mbappe.
3: Um, well, okay, the thing is, the thing is, and we talked about, we talked about, this. as long as Jurgen Klopp leaves the blueprint and whoever comes in follows said blueprint, oh, they'll be 100%. And then you get Mbappe. Like, if you get Mbappe up there, oh, my God. Dude, you got a team for years, dude. Mbappe you, you have and Darwin to, Nunez. Bro, Nunez, you know what? If anything, Mbappe could play left wing, like just like he does at PSG. And you got Nunez up front in the mid. Yeah, dude. I I mean, that's just that's just killer. Look, I'll I'll say
2: this. I'll say this. If he does go, if he goes to English Premier League, which I mean, obviously everyone, best league in the world. I get it. I get it. Um, it would add more hype to him in Holland because obviously they would you you're guaranteed yeah. two matches of Erling Haaland and Mbappe.
3: Versus Mbappé. Yeah. Which
2: would be iconic.
3: And that's exactly what what I mean, if you think about it, that's exactly what people wanted whenever whenever Cristiano Ronaldo was in Manchester United and then Messi was in Barcelona and everybody was like, "Oh, we're about to see this match." And and nobody was disappointed, you know? Nobody was disappointed. But then when Ronaldo went to Real Madrid, that's when everybody just lost their shit. They were like, ah, dude, I I, I was that. Because I was like, I was a, you know me, I was a Ronaldo guy. And I was happy he was in man you. So I was like, yeah, just stay in man U. just stay in man U. But then I was like, I could see why he would leave. Because one, Alex Ferguson isn't going to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, I could see that. So he went ahead and he did his move. He wanted to play with them. And, you know, I would no hate on that. So, hmm. but I was like, "Damn, bro!" <laughs> I was like, "Shit!" Nah, I, was I like, believe that it, it, those those years, those years, the Ronaldo, Messi years in La Liga, bro. Those were some great games, like back and forth, back and forth. But not so, only, not only mean, were
2: they were their La Liga games, but you also had Copa del Rey matches. You had
3: Copa del Champions Rey. League, Champions matches. League matches when they would meet up. Yeah. Dude, so, I think there was one I think there was one year. It was one year where they had La Liga and it was I think it was in the same month. It was La Liga, it was La Copa del Rey and it was the Champions League. All and they all had the same it was it was the same matchup basically. In in a month. It was three of them. Was that three the so, Was that the Gareth Bale uh, I think so. That was the Gareth Bale run rundown. I think that was yeah. because was trying to take him out and then all of a sudden nope, he just so ran a, ran over Busquets basically ran around him.
2: Yeah, I, yeah, I remember that, that that year.
3: Yeah, yeah, dude, that was insane. I was like, when when they were, I was like looking at the matchups. I was like, wait. I was like, there's one at the beginning of the week. There's one in the middle of the month. Then there's one at the end of the month. I was like, what the hell?
2: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, the logic is there for for if Mbappe chooses to go to the Premier League because I mean, it's gonna be must watch TV whenever it's Mbappe versus Holland. Um, yeah. and I mean, you know, Liverpool and Arsenal are two teams that have never shied away from well, now Arsenal has not shied away from spending money, but uh, but Liverpool's as obviously has that track record. You got the Fenway, the Fenway financial group that's over there, LeBron James. Um, God, I hope I hope LeBron doesn't try to baby and Bappe. Um, but <laughs> Yeah, like I mean the, there's all those those all those factors keep come into play. Because like if you really think about it, if he goes to Real Madrid, he's he's literally that's it. That he's the only guy there. Like I don't there's no you know Barcelona's like still trying to figure things out. Um you know, they're Ooh, putting still They're trying they're, to, they're using duct tape uh, right now to to keep things afloat. Um They're not
3: even using They're not even using duct tape. They're using masking tape. They're using the wrong kind of tape. That's what's going on right now.
2: Oh, it just keeps it just keeps slipping off.
3: Yeah,
2: um, it just, it just, yeah. I, No offense to Atletico Madrid, but I mean, like, we're not even talking about Atletico Madrid right now. We're talking about Girona, so yeah. So like, yeah, it, like it's not necessarily like the best time to be coming to La Liga. As much as I would love Mbappe to come, um, I know there's a lot of like big round uh, madrices, and I mean, I'm 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 there with you, but I know some of them are going a little bit crazy, saying like, oh, if if Mbappe comes to Real Madrid, he's gonna have a better First year than Holland did, which I mean, Holland, dude. I don't oh think anybody could God. ever have the first year that this guy had. The dude had a fucking treble. Um, the guy was the leading goal scorer in not only in the and the Premier League, but I think also in Champions League as well. I could be wrong in that one, but don't quote me. Um, dude, averaged a but, goal a game.
3: He so, averaged a goal a game. Um, it was ridiculous.
2: Some and some may is- say he got robbed of the of the oar. d'Or. Uh, I may agree with that. I'm not gonna disagree uh, with it, uh, but I'm not gonna agree not with it either.
3: I'm not gonna deny that or agree that, with it. That's a conversation for another you.
2: day. Um yeah. he is a Roosevelt Spencer Player of the Year award winner.
4: Yeah, uh, yeah, yep, yep.
2: But uh yeah, no, this guy Yeah, like bro, that is that this is like playing FIFA like on beginner.
3: Mm-hmm. And just and mm-hmm. just going crazy. And and you know what? You know what actually what I actually like about him right now? Oh see? also he broke it, a record. He, he broke. He, he broke. He this, broke a record. Yeah. What do you break? The,
2: the the most goals in a in a single Premier League season. Oh,
3: that's right. And that was like yes. a record
2: that was there for like years. It wasn't like no one like everyone's like no one's gonna touch that record. And then and Holland's just like hold my beer. Um. So
3: Holland's like hold my water, guys. I yeah. Let's let be let's
2: you. be honest, man. Let, let's be let's be real. It's 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 freaking diesel. Um. <laughs> yeah.
3: No. The the thing is the thing is um. With with Holland, what I like about him this season right now is he's not just playing to score goals. He's actually working to make plays, like he's doing assists. He's actually looking for passes. He may not be like the best passer, but he's still looking for that, which is very Admirable. Holland, Holland's like
2: if Zlatan was actually complying with Pep. <laughs> yes,
3: yes, exactly. This is what exactly. this is what Pep
2: wanted from uh, from
3: Zlatan. <laughs> this is this is what Pep wanted when he ended up, uh, you know, be like, okay, pass the ball to Messi. He's like, no, oh, I don't want to pass the ball to Messi. And then that's what Messi would what do. Okay, pass? well, he'd be like, he be like, you look, at, you look at this You do the, You look at this dude's video game controller. He don't have a square or the X button in the Xbox. He, he or the X at all, he's just like, Oh, he's, he's like, just, tap it. just one circle. button tap, yeah, circle, circle, There's yeah, B, B,
2: yeah, it's it's insane. Um, but but yeah, but going back with Mbappe, like, I don't do I think he can have some sort of like for one, the record for La Liga, most goals in the season, is is held by Messi, where he just went fucking bonkers. Um oh, that, that was what part was of that 90 goals that
3: 93, 93 goals that year
2: Yeah, but like, that was throughout all compositions. Yeah, I think it was like maybe 50 yeah. something that he scored. 50
3: something. It was like, yeah, that's that that that, bro, that record has still hasn't been broken.
2: No, and it, 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 it never will. Um if it, it if if Mbappe breaks that record on his first year, I'll shave my head, but I don't see that happening. Um <laughs> like, oh my god, like <laughs> Seriously, but anyways, uh, but so maybe La Liga right now isn't necessarily as appealing right now. I mean, it's still Real Madrid no. if you want. If, if you want to compete for Champions League titles, Real Madrid is still that team. You're talking about an attack that's going to feature Vinicius Junior, Rodrigo, and Bellingham, and then you have Mbappe. I mean, Luka Modric looks like he'll probably be leaving at the end of the season. That number yeah. ten is going to be available. Um, that's,
3: that number ten is going to go to Bellingham, bro. That's what's gonna happen.
2: I kind of like him with the five.
3: Ah, boy, I, I, I do believe,
2: I agree with you hundred percent. Bellingham should be the ten. I, he's gonna, I,
3: he's gonna, he's gonna end up getting that ten once Modric leaves. He's gonna end up getting I mean, that ten. Technically, that's, that's what, that's what that's,
2: Zidane was as well. Zidane was the ten for mm-hmm. for Real Madrid. It's just that the number ten wasn't available and he had to wear no, number five. Was,
3: the exa- well, that's the reason why he's wearing number five. Technically, it's like half of number ten, and he's not gonna take it away from Modric. Well, he he also wore it in
2: homage to 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 Zidane,
3: because he said Zidane was
2: his favorite player from Madrid. Yeah, which I I might call a little cap on that.
4: Yeah, (laughs)
3: right. That's what I I was thinking too. I was like, a little bit of brand knows there, sir,
2: bro. I'm like, that's like saying like like there's a kid right now that's getting drafted into the NBA, saying his fair he he looked up to Michael Jordan. It's like, bro, you didn't watch a single one of his games. (laughs) Yeah. You saw no, highlights on no. YouTube, like come on, no. <laughs> like you weren't, we weren't there. there. <laughs> so you we weren't there. Uh, but yeah, no, but that, but that's that's kind of my my point though. Um, but yeah, uh, in reality, Bellingham should be the ten. I, I do want to see Mbappe wear a nine. I, I remember I almost prematurely bought a nine Mbappe jersey thinking that was going to happen. Um, thank God it didn't.
3: Um, thank oh, God, God my, ba- my that bank would, account
2: also appreciates yeah. me for that. Uh,
3: damn that that would have been that would have been really bad.
2: <laughs> I mean, right now my bank account's a little bit angry at me because I bought that dynamo jersey. Uh but, ah. but anyways, going back to Mbappe, so the the new rumor, the new rumor that's popping up on goal and ESPN and blah blah insert whatever the fuck person you want you want inserted into this. Basically, apparently he signed a five-year deal to to come to Real Madrid. Like it's official, it's over. And I'm I'm standing by what I said when I when I back when I said it a few episodes ago. I am not going to believe anything until Mbappe is in a Real Madrid jersey. Until he, until he walks out a presentation. Out in, until he walks out of the Santiago Bernabeu in a freaking white number 9 jersey, I will believe it. Until then, I don't Damn. believe anybody. Uh Fabrizio Romano, I don't trust you anymore either. Um uh, till this man wears the Real Madrid kit and is walking around, flaunting everybody, freaking juggling the ball. Hopefully, he, j- he juggles juggles it well. And then I'll believe that Mbappe is in fact going to Real Madrid. But till then, I, I I'm like try- It's like literally, you know, I have the blinders on. I don't want to be looking at any of these other more posts from four three three or from Goal or from from ESPN FC or or Bleacher Football, like. All that stuff. I don't believe you. You're you're mocking me. I am constantly getting teased every single day with these with these Photoshop and Bappe Real Madrid jerseys. Like I, I'm 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 like everyone knows the pain that I'm going through because I keep posting it in excitement, thinking it's happening, and then it doesn't happen. Yeah, like like good God, like it's, this is the trust issue. I have trust issues now. I need I need to play some
4: Drake. Um, yeah, because I'm getting hurt. I'm getting hurt, and I'm just she saying I can hurt. do better. So.
2: Got yeah. It. yeah, I'm going to listen to Drake after this. Um props to him by the way. Don't Google, don't 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 search, don't search Drake on Twitter. Just just don't. But congrats to you by the way. Um <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say anything else, but you know, congrats, man. Uh If there if I should, if I'm known for that, I'll be happy for myself. But let's be honest, that's that's not what I'm known for. Um But yeah, so Mbappe maybe Willie. We know he's leaving. That's all we know. And that's all right now. That's the only thing that really, I guess, matters is that he is leaving PSG, which for 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 the sake of for the sake of his career, it's the it's the right move. Um, He needs to leave League on like he's not getting better at Liga. He's not getting, you know, remember, remember where you were you mentioned it. The reason why he was he was considered uh second in the in the ball in the Oil race. Right. Yep. Um, was because or what well, yeah, yeah. Was he? No, he was he was third, right?
3: Uh yeah, because yeah, it was it, it was, was Messi, Holland, actually, Holland, and
2: then Mbappe. So like despite yeah. having one of the most amazing World Cup performances in a losing effort, but but despite having an amazing World Cup performance, he finished third to a guy that wasn't even in the World Cup. And that yep. should just tell you about the fact <laughs> that being in League 1 hurts him. So for his sake, he does need to leave and go play at a better league. A better yep. league with a better chance of winning a Champions League title um, because, let's face it, PSG is never going to win a PSG title. Actually, I'll shave my head if PSG wins a Champions League title. Um, God, I hope that doesn't backfire on me.
3: That's... God, that is – that I don't know, man. That might, that might be Mbappe's last thing to do before he leaves.
4: and it's not going to happen. There's too many yeah. good teams right now in the Champions League. There's yeah. too many good teams. That's
3: true. I think that's the whole point of the Champions League. hence.
4: <laughs> you know what I meant.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's almost as if they're champions.
3: <laughs> it's it's like I feel like
4: I, I, feel like I don't know. I can't be, put my finger hey, on it. But
3: what, what was the dude? The dude who always states the obvious in uh, in UFC. Who is that? Who, Joe who, Rogan. They would do like Joe Rogan. There you go. Yeah, it's, it's almost like that. It's like yeah, man. It's like. It's always the guys that come in first place that are always playing these big teams, and I was like, "Yeah, no shit, dude.
2: <laughs> Fuck you.
3: <laughs> Can you take your sabbatical already?" You'd <laughs> <laughs> be like, "Damn it, damn it." I was hoping it wasn't going to happen.
2: <laughs> damn, you take a 15 minute nap and you could you could do this?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine on a full night's sleep, bro. <laughs>
2: man i can't that wait <laughs> what was it and the other guys like imagine where your career would have gone <laughs> if you didn't shoot <laughs> oh
3: yeah right oh my lord
2: uh, all right but yeah mbappe leaving psg that's all you got to need to know um so we're gonna go ahead and take a break and then we'll get you'll hear me and kelsey preview the mls season and then you'll hear me and we're back for the for players of the week so enjoy
0: Righteous Felon Kraft Jerky is the official jerky of Belly Up Sports. For over a decade, Righteous Felon Craft Jerky has led the American meat snack revolution by concocting delicious, adventurous, U.S.-sourced jerky recipes for uncompromising carnivores across the country. With 15 different flavors to choose from, Righteous Felon has all jerky lovers covered, and by using promo code BELLYUP, you will get 15% off your purchase at RighteousFelon.com. Do your taste buds a favor today and rip into a bag of Righteous Felon Jerky.
2: All right, guys. What is up? It is MLS. MLS is back. Um, actually, season started earlier because I guess they wanted to do a Wednesday night game for the the kickoff, if you will, um, which is Inter Miami and Real Salt Lake. So by the time this episode drops, that game's already been played. So um, so there's that. But that doesn't really matter because we it still doesn't affect how we feel about this coming MLS season. Um, of course, joining me. For the for the for the sake of the MLS coverage, we didn't have Edward because Edward just doesn't really follow MLS and he doesn't care to ever plan on following MLS. Even with Messi on the in the league, um, he still has no. Basically, the 2015 Barcelona is now in, in, in Miami, but he still has no interest in it. So we bring in the super sub, step in, and that is of course Kelsey Coyne of High Low Sports. Welcome back, Kelsey.
1: I appreciate it. I love every time I get to come on and talk. So. Uh, can you talk MLS? I am so still shocked that Edward has not made the conversion yet to at the minimum being an uh, Inter-Miami supporter just because of Messi. I figured Messi would have been the key.
2: I thought so too, but I think it's also because Edward's very reluctant about wearing pink.
1: So. Mm. <laughs> That's fair. Okay, so Lewandowski needs to come over and Lewandowski needs to go to like LAFC and then he can wear black and gold.
2: You know what? I, I really would be intrigued to see where that tug of war goes. Like. I mean, obviously he's gonna ride with Messi, but like, I mean, that's that's Lewandowski, and yeah, the black and gold
1: jersey, like, like the the mainly black with the pink accents. Can he? Does he not want to wear it just because it has the pink accents?
2: I think he was thinking about it, but like, I mean, bro, I don't, I don't know if it's just the MLS jerseys, but like, these prices are crazy, man. I got, I mean, I got, I got the new Dynamo jersey too, but I was just like, it's like, yeah, almost two hundred bucks. And I get it that I got the authentic one, uh, but like, yeah, it just prices are a little bit insane because I don't even think I spent that much for like the Europe.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, most, most jerseys we're buying are, are 80 bucks normally, 120 if you get like a fancy version, uh, unless you get NFL. Like, I mean, obviously NFL is a big different conversation, but with soccer, I've, I don't think I've ever paid more than 120 and that was for the authentic Liverpool jersey back in like 08.
2: Yeah, that's what, like, the the prices for a replica jersey in MLS is what I would be paying for, for, like, a Real Madrid jersey. So, I'm like, and and that's the authentic. So, I was like, yeah, I was like, damn, dude, why are these, why is it so, I wonder if that's how it is in Europe. <laughs> now that, in, if that's how, maybe. if it's how that in the other side as well, for them, I'm like, Jesus maybe I
1: don't know, they're, they're knowing our luck, or, they probably get like 50 bucks.
2: Or do you think, like, because they're so globally big, that they can, they can get away with like dropping the Jersey prices.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, as far as overseas, yeah, I think, I think they could get away with cause it's so, I mean, to kind of compare when fitted hats go overseas, the price for those are like $60 U S versus here. We pay thirty four ninety nine mm-hmm. for an on filled fitted cap. Well, I guess now it's bumped up to thirty nine ninety nine, but it's still half the price. So I wonder, I do go, I do wonder if jerseys are the same because especially with, you know, Adidas being a main sponsor out there, it's, their home base essentially. It wouldn't surprise me if they were cheaper European wise. I might have to jump on my VPN and find out.
2: Might might have to take advantage of that too. (laughs) (laughs) But all right. So we're going to start out with the Western Conference. Uh, What I'm going to do is basically look back at the teams where they were in 2023, how they did last season, and then we'll talk about uh, the players as we go down with it. But so just so you guys remember, the the uh, the the 2023 playoff teams from the Western Conference were St. Louis SC, who won the who, who was first place, Seattle Sounders, LAFC, the Houston Dynamo, saw Lake City. Uh, I just still got they need a rebrand. Then Real yeah. needs Real Salt
1: like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I was there when they were brought in RSL. Eddie Pope was the center back. I mean, Freddie Adu came up with the team. I kind of like the idea of RSL just being RSL for a long time.
2: I mean, I guess because I don't really say it Real Salt Lake, I usually just say RSL. So, it's yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I don't say
1: I don't say Real Salt Lake anymore either. It's yeah. just RSL now.
2: Uh, Vancouver Whitecaps and FC Dallas; those are the teams that made the playoffs. Uh, the teams that made it in that wild card, I'm not going to count them as playoff teams, but the teams that made it to the wild card are Sporting Kansas City and the San Jose Earthquakes. And the teams that missed the playoffs were the Portland Timbers, Minnesota United. Austin FC, L.A. Galaxy, and the Colorado Rapids. So looking into this season, lots of things have changed in, in the landscape, especially in the Western Conference. Is there a team that you're prepared to put that bus label uh, for for 2024?
1: I, I mean, I feel like it's a little hanging fruit to say in Miami. Um, but for okay, those... uh,
2: Western Conference specifically.
1: Oh, okay, Western Conference, yeah. Okay, so Western Conference, I mean, there's not – kind of my comparison was going to be there's not really a team like that for me in the West, so – I mean, it's hard to always go against RSL. I hate to say that, you know, they've just kind of put them, built themselves into, hey, we're going to make the playoffs, and we're going to at least make a competitiveness, uh, make it competitive. I'd say the same thing about Seattle. Um, also, hard to go against Seattle right now. But I'm going to say, I think it's, I think it's still LAFC. I think LAFC is still the the, the kind of the team to watch. Uh, you know, they are still they're the a team led by Carlos Vela, so it's not like they're going anywhere um he still runs that off that of, uh, that did, that wait, did Carlos uh, Carlos signed? Uh, supposedly. That's okay. what I guess. Oh, maybe not. Hold on. Let me double check this. I thought I already signed. But yeah, if he I had feel- not then that changes my answer to Seattle.
2: Seattle um, being the busts.
1: Yeah, I I, just, I I look at that and I'm just like, "Okay, this is it's time."
2: Yeah, that could be a, that could be a very interesting one to see. Um especially the rebrand the rebranding now for Seattle. Um they just went and got Pedro de la Vega. It's interesting addition. I know that in EA Sports or FIFA, depending on which one you're playing right now. Um he, he's always one of those high profile Argentine players from Argentina the Argentina yeah. League. Um but obviously EA Sports F C isn't a very direct reflection of what real life is. I mean, remember Barco was supposed to be a ninety rated player by the time he's in his prime and it ain't looking like that. So
1: That's fair. I mean, wouldn't it be ironic, though, just their 50th anniversary, that it's just not a good one for them? Yeah, that would be. <laughs> like, you break out a 50th anniversary jersey and everything, and then just, like, from nowhere, it's just, uh, you know, we made the playoffs the last couple of years. Jordan Morris is here. Still have everybody else. We, I mean, Carl Jordan, everybody. No, we're good. Yeah,
2: it, it would be intriguing. I think, for me, the the team that I'm prepared to put the bus label on, um. I can see it be San Jose. Um I mean it, they haven't really done anything in the off season to really excite me. They did lose Kate Cowell. I'm not saying that it's like a significant loss or anything, but that was a a pretty big chunk of their attack was using his pace. Um and now he's over in Chivas at like Guadalajara. So and so I really haven't besides besides Jeremy Obobesi, I don't really see any player right there that really takes me like that this team it can be fairly competitive and maybe even a hot take come trade deadline. Maybe Jeremy Abobas is, one of those guys that uh, gets offloaded. Um,
1: he was supposed to be so good too. Yeah. I, I, like, like He was supposed to be the young kid out of Portland. That was fantastic. And then he went, ended up like just never being able to start there and then ended up in what San Jose, I guess, right after that.
4: Yeah.
1: <sighs> never turned out.
2: So, yeah. So, I mean, so I think I think if we're gonna put the if I'm gonna put the buzz label on anybody, it's gonna be San Jose. Um so we're gonna start with the ugly, now we're gonna start off with a team that you feel is gonna fall off uh a bit this season and, and it what's your what's your fallout team?
1: Oof. So this this one's I, I'm gonna go right back to what I was saying about LAFC. Um with Veer, whether if whether he's there or not, I mean, I think it kind of doesn't really matter in my eyes. I think
2: you see the, you see the dip
1: in LAFC. Yeah, I mean, because he shines. he's still old. It is what it is. Um, he's been fantastic for so many years, but at the same time, like he's you lose Crepo
2: by the you get rid of you let yeah. Crepo go to Portland, and you bring in Ugo Yoris, which on paper looks exciting, but I mean,
1: can there's a difference between 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 the talent? Uh, I've always felt that, that keeping in Europe is completely different than it is in the MLS, and so you bring him in. I don't know if he's – it's a different game. You have to be a lot more physical than you are in Europe. You can't get away with simple flops as a keeper in in, in, in the MLS like you can in Europe because, truthfully, refs don't really
2: – Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely think U- Uri is, is definitely going to be in a, a very interesting matchup. Um Right now, I'm trying to cover right now because Kelsey is currently – I think I just – There lived. he
1: is. There he is. Oh, yeah. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> I was sitting here talking and you were frozen. Um, But, no, yeah, I, I mean, I don't – yeah, I just don't know if – I don't know if it's, it's one of those things that is going to work out well just because I don't know if the MLS rules are, are exactly in favor of a European keeper uh, making that transition. But I, I think f- beyond that, like LAFC just as a whole, their talent has revolved around Carlos Vega succeeding. And if they don't have him, one, that's a problem. And two, even if he's there, can he continue to lead this team an MVP caliber tick again? And then you have holes defensively that have to be filled as well. And they're the, your best guys defensively are guys that are, for the most part, in their 30s. And that's that's not, you know, advantageous by any means for how the MLS season's broken down. That travel, especially most of these guys aren't used to that travel.
2: Plus, we lost Kalini. Kalini retired. Yeah. So, so that's, that's a big chunk. Um, I, mean, I think also the other thing for LAFC, man, you know, Denny Boanga, um, who was your, your big contributor when it comes to goals. Uh, I mean, he, he might be leaving in the summer. I mean, he's probably, he's probably slated to go to Europe pretty soon. So yeah, that's going to be yeah, a Portugal's big.
1: Portugal's falling.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't, I don't trust LAFC. If that makes sense. Like, I think they're, they've been too good, too fast. And this happened a lot of times with, I mean, a few teams, expansion teams, really, you know, they come into the MLS, they're, they're good immediately, but then their guy that got them good gets old. And then you start to see them fall off because they're not prepared for it.
2: Yeah, so. I agree. Um, I think for me, the team that I see possibly doing having a fallout, and it's going to hurt me to say this, but I, I'm, I'm actually going with the Houston Dynamo. And the reason why is because, uh you're going to be without Nelson Kionis for the entire season he he injured himself during pre uh for during a, Olympic qualifiers so he's out for the year i believe it was his ACL um Hector Herrera is out at least for a good while he 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 dealt with an injury he's actually right now recover he's now uh going through rehab over in Spain um so he he went, went 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 to Spain to get it everything taken care of but uh even so that's still a big timetable that's still a big loss at least early on in the season i think you still have a really good core of players i'm not saying i'm not saying they're not going to be in playoff contention i just see that there's going to be a dip with with a uh, houston dynamo um you're adding champions cup into their into their list of competitions now i mean there's four competitions that are now in play. if you're in mls which is leeds cup open cup now and now dynamo have champions cup mm. and obviously the mls season as a whole so there is going it's, this this roster is still pretty thin um for what is being asked with all these competitions uh, so i think that that is going to be a really big factor uh and the big question mark is going to be you know does sebastian ferrera step up at the at the ninth position um you know and how do they handle right now with the injuries that the team has that has which obviously the big one is Ace, but also nelson kionis who really took over in the second half of the season and looked like to be a very promising young player from colombia um who's gonna help fit in that role you know do we see bossy on the left side or do we even see ibrahim aleyu take that side as well so i don't i'm not saying that they're gonna fall out and not make the playoffs i just think that we're going to see at least uh they'll probably have a really bad a pretty slow start where hopefully once hector harris fully fit that court takes back into that gets back in the group and they'll be back into it i i don't i'm not worried of them not making the playoffs, I'm just gonna. I'm just worried about how they answer with the losses that they're gonna be having.
1: Yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree. That's a team that you look at, and you mentioned the losses, but I also look at the youth side of things. And we talked about this a little bit last year. While there is a good youth setup, it feels like they don't transition their youth into the team as effectively as they should. Mm-hmm. And you know, look, I mean, there's players coming out of Houston that are getting transferred to every other team in the MLS, and then starting the next year it's happened for what, like five years in a row. We've seen somebody go from Houston to another team and start and then have an impact that next year. Maybe it wasn't the most impactful, but an impact. And I think Houston just needs to hold on to their guys and then and, and start to transition them into the the big team, big, the big squad, if you will. And, and you know, get them going because I think that's going to be what pushes them over. But yeah, I mean, if they don't do that and especially with the injuries, that's a big concern. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm hoping Brooklyn Reigns
2: gets this opportunity. That's a guy that I'm Really excited. Not necessarily a Houston Dynamo product. He's a, he's a product of the of the Barcelona residency academy in Arizona, which we know that that, that develops a lot of players, especially for the they MLS. Mostly go from
1: there, or the the ODT, the uh, the Diego team. Lunas, the
2: the, yeah. the you know those guys. Um, actually, what was that one kid? He went to Eintracht Frankfurt, then came back. Um, it didn't pan out pretty well for him. Caden Clark. He he was yeah. also a Barcelona residency academy player. I believe now he's with Minnesota this season, so that's gonna be interesting for him. But
1: um, all you right. Know, I, I, well, before we before we move on to this one, I do want to point out a team that I'm kind of surprised neither of us mentioned, and I, I think we both maybe thought about them, but maybe are just like ah, we don't know really what to to expect. And that's St. Louis. Obviously, the big loss in the off season, but then. Now you're like, all right. Well, year two, let's see what you guys can do after leading the Western Conference. I mean, it almost feels like they're guaranteed to fall off. If that makes sense. Yeah, so like- I, I think they
2: I, I, I feel like they exceeded expectations. Like I think that last year was just a pure, just they they just they just they just got they just went above and beyond. Um, and you can see that they clearly got burned out from it um, because you know, uh, Sporting Kansas City happened in, in the first round of the playoffs. So. I think, I think now after one year, there's an understanding of how the league is done. Cause I, they they're, they're a very capable team. Obviously you have Roman Berkey at goalkeeper. You have a lot of MLS experience over there. Uh, I believe they went and got Chris Durkin. Um, not the sexiest of signings, but if you're talking about Americans that understand the league, Chris Durkin is definitely that guy. Um, and he's only 24 and he's only 24. Um, it just didn't pan block, out for him. By the way,
1: still, I feel like is an underrated guy, the right at right back, for MLS yeah. purposes. I'm yeah, not saying I mean, like it. on that, but
2: he's an interesting situation. I, I, I'm, I would like to see how he pans out, but, um, but I think uh, Sporting Kansas City. I don't think they're gonna. Yeah, I mean, if you want to say Fallout category, I definitely would say Sporting Kansas City. I mean, St. Louis City, because, like, I mean, you know, it, you, you. There's no, there's no other place to go when you're when you're up <laughs> yeah. top. You know, so, and I, I do feel like the sophomore slump will happen. I still think they're a playoff content, uh, contender in the playoffs, but or at least have a shot in the playoffs, but I just, we'll see a little bit of a fall off. And I think it's mainly so that they're also going to be dealing, you know, like I mentioned, Champions Cup.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I believe that they're also going to be a Champions Cup. Uh, maybe, maybe they are. Maybe I'm, yes. Oh, actually, I should know that because they're, they're
1: facing off the Dynamo. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, first round.
2: First round matchup is the Dynamo. So, I sh- yes, they're in the Champions Cup. So, that is also another thing. So, now now, now you're in your second year, and now you're getting introduced to another tournament. So, you're going to have to really step up your game when it comes to rotating these players out. So, I could definitely see um, St. Louis also being a team that could fall out as well. But, yeah. all right, we got the negatives out. Let's go to the positives. Who do you think is the most improved team in the Western
1: Conference? Oof. I mean, I have my eyes immediately go down to the bottom of the standings, right? Like just just see, you know, okay, who's the who's the team that maybe underperformed last year, and who's going to step up? But uh, I mean, looking at it, you, you look at the bottom five: Portland, Minnesota, Austin, LA Galaxy, Colorado. I'm not going to say Colorado is going to be the team because let's not go there. I'm not going to say were, Austin, even though know.
2: they were very active in in uh in transfer period.
1: Yeah, no, they were they were active. That's that's fair. I'm just not. I don't trust Colorado as far as I can throw them at regular I'm, outs, let is, alone is, five is thousand.
2: Because of Chris Armas? Yes. <laughs> I don't blame you at all. <laughs> I don't blame you. I'm I'm surprised this guy
1: has a job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um, but no, I think I think I'm gonna actually go with a, maybe a surprise one here. I'm gonna go Minnesota. You mentioned Caden Clark. He's actually kind of a partial reason why. And he, by the way, he went to Leipzig, uh, RB Leipzig, before. Okay, back. that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, so they, they actually loaned him back to the, the, the Red Bulls Academy. Um, but, yeah, no, I think Minnesota just in as a whole, I mean, they weren't far out of the picture to begin with last year. And, maybe you, have, have and easier, you get a full year of Pookie? Yeah, but, and with maybe an easier start to this season than most other teams. So you look at that, and that's that. if you get off to a hot start, it's hard to say that that team who starts off strong and – what is what march yeah,
2: that's, and April. Conf- that's confidence right there
1: yeah you you, you we saw it was saying Om- almost you can honestly say that we just talked about st louis you can almost almost say that's why they were so successful last year is they did got off to such a hot start mm-hmm. in their in their time but yeah i'm going to say minnesota um uh, as the most improved now i mean we might still be talking into a wild card position here uh, but i still think that's a, That's still improved <laughs> yeah you you get a playoff conversation at least
2: no yeah i i think minnesota is a really good one uh you know a full year of pookie and also you, they're only work. They're only focused on three competitions. I'll, I'll say two to be realistic, because obviously League <laughs> Cup takes a break. You, you take a break to play League Cup, but you obviously you, have, you just have Open Cup and MLS to worry about. Whereas there's going to be some teams that you know are going to get hit with that with that multiple competition uh, problem with the fatigue that would happen with them. But I think Minnesota, if they're in, they get into a really hot start. Maybe they get a team that is competing in Champions Cup, so they can really take full advantage of those guys. I, I think yeah, I think Minnesota is a really good pick. I will, I, I'm I'm actually gonna go with, I'm gonna go with the LA Galaxy. I think that they did a lot of changes in the front office. Once again, most most improved doesn't necessarily mean that they're gonna be in the playoffs. But I think there's pressure on them, right? I get to
1: the bottom and still there's, a, there's room for improvement.
2: Yeah, there's 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 a lot of pressure right with them. You know, like they, you know, you, your your next door neighbor. Or I guess the the team that actually is in LA, LAFC, um, you know, they're 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 like people are forgetting that the LA Galaxy has been one of the most successful teams in the MLS, and and it's because of the 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 flash of the golden flash, if you will, of of LAFC. So I think there's a lot of pressure. Um, I mean, at some point, you know, Ricky Puig has to be looking at a potential move back to Europe. Um. I don't know how long he's going to be staying in L.A., but, you know, this and newly revamped front office. So yeah. I think it's going to be pretty big on them. How do they respond? You know, how does this team, you know, adapt to what where they are to the new culture that they're going to be going into?
1: Yeah, uh, there's LA, L.A. Galaxy has a squad, right? They have a, a low key squad. And it 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 honestly, it really is. I mean, if now this was five years ago, this squad would be a wow, impressive squad. I mean, look at Martin Costner as himself. Like, that's – if he was still the guy that was playing in a World Cup, what was it, six, eight years ago, something like that? Ten years? I guess it'll be ten years now. Uh, yeah, if he was playing still that to that level, I mean, that's a big concern. But, yeah, this team just has to perform, I think, is the biggest thing. Get a coach in there that is comfortable and, and proper with his tactics, doesn't try to switch things up every day but also doesn't stay with the same concept if it's not working. I think that's LA galaxy is stuck between two minds. They, they, they want to run a four, three, three, but their team isn't set up for a four, three, three. So they run a four, four, two, and it just doesn't look good. So they switch in mid game and then they go to four, five, one with the attacking wings. It's just, it doesn't make sense. Like there's a, there's a lot of movement for them. That just doesn't make sense. Cause they don't try to stay any, stay with anything consistently to try to like develop that. And then at the same time, they will also stay in their tried and true to, far too long. And, yeah, you also look at the what Tyler Boyd coming in. You think he could big I, I think he post. left.
2: I think they, they let him go to.
1: No, he's still 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 LA Galaxy player. Um, with him, I believe. Yeah, he still says LA Galaxy.
4: Really, I thought he went to
1: Nashville. Um, oh no, sorry, never mind. He just signed with Nashville actually. Yeah. Uh So never mind. Just kidding. So forget about forget about him then. You still have a squad. I don't care. I'm standing by that. There's no reason LA oh, Galaxy. Know. There's
2: there, there's a, there's potential there, and I would throw in. There's been rumors about Jonathan Rodriguez, right, over in America. He's supposed yeah. to be set to go make an MLS move. Um, they haven't said any names, but and this isn't necessarily a typical LA Galaxy signing because they're usually the ones that can bring in a high profile player. Once again, John Rodriguez, depending on how you feel about League MX. I would say if you're a Liga uh, MX fan, I think you definitely would say there th- there's a, it's a definitely a high profile move for him but uh for getting him but I do think that is a very good way to shore up some scoring if you're able to oh. get Jonathan Rodriguez.
1: They're also talking about bringing in the gank winger uh Joseph Paintsil. Mhm. So, if they can pull that off, that helps as well as you know with it with what they're trying to do, and that's again it just comes down to this team needs to just figure out an identity and and bringing in some I, mean, I guess relatively young strong winger is is a nice piece to add, but it's, it doesn't really solve their issues with striker if they don't answer that with like what you just said go go over uh, Liga Mexi and and bring somebody over.
2: Yeah. All right. Who do you think is gonna be? The fa- who's the favorite for you right now for the Western Conference?
1: Mm. Honestly, I this is it's gonna fly against everything we just talked about. It almost feels like because um, you were not high on Houston or yeah on the Dynamo. Um, I actually think the Dynamo have an opportunity here if they can stay healthy. I, if they can figure out their their young squad, I think they have an opportunity to to surprise some folks. The one thing I've always noticed with the Western Conference is it doesn't seem like the favorite always wins the conference. The Eastern Conference, completely different conversation. It feels like every year you're talking New York City, New York Red Bulls, uh, Columbus. Like those seem to be the big three rotating back and forth. I mean, obviously, D.C. United back in the day, um, Atlanta a few years. But it doesn't feel like the West is, is always that way. It just kind of feels like who can get hot and who can stay streaky. And given a time period where everybody's healthy, you have an opportunity for Houston to make an impact. If everything works out with Houston, I think they have the, the most odds on chance to to actually succeed and win the West. Does it mean anything in the playoffs? Probably not, but at least to get there, I think is a, is a good opportunity. Uh But yeah, I'll, I'll, that's, that that's, I'm going to go as kind of a surprise pick with there.
2: I I mean, I'm, I'm not against it. I think, uh I think the Houston dynamo, especially in their history has been one of the better teams in the playoffs have probably one of the better playoff records than anybody in MLS. Um And that's because like, when they are in the playoffs, they 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 usually go pretty far in it. Um, I the only reason why I said that they were, there's going to be a follow with the Dynamo is purely just because of how they are right now initially with the injuries, and also because there's still question marks at the nine position. Well, I mean up top just in general, are, there's a lot of question marks behind it. But I do think that they're still going to make it in the playoffs and they can still make a very good run. Um, so I I agree with you about the Houston Dynamo. Um, uh, I don't want people to think I'm going to be a homer and pick the Dynamo. So um because I don't really necessarily think that they're the heavy favorites but there's a little bit of a caveat with this team um but you know when we saw them in the second you know especially near the end securing a wild card spot beating St. Louis SC and you know a, their their new rival if you will the real, ri- real rival there their real rival now um Sporting Kansas City shows you man when they're healthy they are a lethal team um have they made any big signings initially? I I don't think so. I think January will be the time where we'll see something more significant for them. But a very healthy Polito, um, I and you know even Russell, even even though he's up there in age, could still be very lethal. Um, I do believe they signed Memo Rodriguez, which is a, a Houston Dynamo Academy player that you <laughs> know Kelsey was mentioning. Um, yep. maybe not the the best, of the not the top of the MLS uh, spectrum, but. When he go, when you call his number, he will perform for you. Um, I think I think Sporting Kansas City, fully healthy, I think could be a very dangerous team in the MLS.
4: Yeah.
1: Also, I, I Tim
2: think... Tim Melia is yeah. also a good, go- a great goalkeeper.
1: Well, I mean, they also have Stephen Clark or Stephen Stephen Clark, Steve Clark, Steve Clark. Steve Clark's in the Houston Dynamo. Yeah. Sorry, I went complete opposite direction there, but yeah, no, I, I agree. I don't know. There's an opportunity for everybody, as you mentioned. Memo uh, going over as well as God, it just continues. Houston, why did Houston keep putting out good players every other team, but they can't do it themselves? I mean,
2: it, it, speaking of players that left the Dynamo to to have success elsewhere, uh, Will Bruin actually announced his retirement. Um, that's a finally? that's an MLS draft pick, but I mean, you know, one of the few draft picks that actually stayed with the Dynamo.
1: Yeah, finally, <laughs> uh, that guy is. I remember watching him in North Carolina his senior year. That was uh, that's a long time ago. Yeah,
2: dude played definitely played for a long time, but all right. So that is the Western Conference. Moving on to the Eastern Conference. Um, I mean, before I guess before we started talking about these teams, man. So, a lot of people really think Inter Miami is capable of winning a quadruple.
1: Yeah, sure. Thoughts? <laughs> I, I, I sure. You know. <laughs> Um, Whatever you say, but if anybody's watched any basketball recently, you know all about superstars taking breaks. So which competition are they going to be able to win without Messi, without Sergio Busquets, without everybody on Juarez, that? Squad? Yeah. Jordy it's Alba. like, yeah, take your pick of which guy is not going to play. And it's in in a comp- competition. That's going to be the one that they probably don't win. I mean, that I'm not about to ask Leo Messi, Sergio Busquets, Jordi Alba, and Suarez, Luis Suarez, to to sit out here and play, what it would be eighty games at their age, if they win. If, let's say, say they're trying to win a Conca-
2: Conca- would be cup.
4: They're
2: gonna have the MLS season, yeah. the US Open Cup, um, League Cup. But obviously that's that's a break.
1: Yeah, there's a break in there. Yeah, you're there's right. a
2: break for them for that. Uh, they're only gonna be playing in that tournament. Um, but. It's just not realistic. They're, someone's going to be out for a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah. And uh, also, the League Cup takes place at a time where these European players, uh, despite the fact, yes, they've been in the league for at least half a year for most of them, except for Suarez. Oh, my God. I
2: didn't even think about it. Some of these guys might be playing in Copa America and in and, and gold. Uh, well, Copa America. Or, okay,
1: so I won't, maybe not the Euro, but, but someone, Copa, some, I, I believe Copa is a, is a safe bet for three out of the, or two out of the four guys that are, that we just talked about. And the two guys that aren't going to be there, who's to say that they won't get a vacation like what they did with Beckham all the time during the middle of the season? You know, the guys who played these guys have played in Europe for so long; they're used to the summertime, Our summer being their vacation period. Their their bodies aren't used to this because they haven't been in the league yet for a full year, so they haven't had to experience that yet. And I, I mean, so oh, yes, man, but an near, opportunity. Near the
2: end, the sec- that second half of the MLS season, it showed a lot about these guys. They were performing well early, but. Yeah, you can see like these guys cannot play every single game every single week. You're no. going to have to rotate your squad and also Miami is also facing uh that they need to make some roster some roster changes real quick before the season starts or else they'll be facing facing some sanctions as well. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, how, it,
1: do like, how do you afford that one, but two you still got to figure out a way to rest these guys and play and and still have a young squad in you know in place there. Like how are you going to do all this? and win a quad in the MLS with all the, like, that's the other part of this. Nobody, the people that are saying they have an opportunity to win a quad are also not considering the fact that there's a couple of times in the season where they have to travel over 2,000 miles to go play a game Mm -hmm. and then travel right back.
2: Yeah. Or have to travel to go to another game in that same week.
1: Or, yeah, or then you fly 500 miles south or 800 miles southwest and then play a game and then fly another 2,000 back, like, I don't think they understand the type of wear and tear that takes on these guys.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't. There's no way. I don't think any MLS team could pull
1: the quadruple. Um, I think, I think there's some that could. I don't think we. I don't think right now. I think historically there had been some that could. I don't think right now there's a team deep enough. There might be. I might is, be over.
2: Well, this is the one, first I, the first year we're really even able to talk about quadruples.
1: I just don't think there's enough cap space to be able to bring in the players that they need to to match the necess- necessity for uh, the squad to win a quadruple.
2: Yeah, that was something where I felt Don Garber missed awfully when when he, he had that was no change to the salary cap and also no additional DP, which yeah. I think... And,
1: but you're going to play 20 more games a season.
2: But play 20 more games a season. It's, a, it's insane. And, and you know what's crazy? Because I was actually saying that Leagues Cup needs to be like an in-season tournament as well. Imagine mm-hmm. if that was the case. Yeah, if U.S. Open Cup, League Cup. That yeah, that's gonna be major burnout. Um, so I I do agree with. I just don't like the stupid break in the and the in in you know between. Maybe yeah. we should just have fall and summer, uh, fall and, fall and spring seasons, like kind of oh, cop, copy Liga Meckes.
1: I, I don't. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't do a what is it, Clausura, and and uh, what is the other one? Apertura. Yeah, thank you. Uh, but yeah, there's no chance. I wouldn't do it that way. I'd honestly just f- roll to the fall spring schedule like we like every other comp, every other league does, except for Norway. I mean, I guess obviously Mexico being the exception as well, but
2: well, between those, is, besides that's, those two, that's technically what the classroom operator is, is the fall and spring.
1: Yeah, it's just they don't they, they actually classify, though, isn't if I'm not mistaken, isn't the first part of the season in the spring and the second part in the fall.
2: No, first is fall, then spring. Yeah. Okay, so okay,
1: so it is on the right schedule. I mean, yeah. Then in that case, sure, absolutely. Take that, take that. Since we play competitions with them anyways, why not just take up that scheduling? It does. We're bringing the World Cup in two years now. Why not make that switch? So we're not going to be idiots. We're hosting
2: Copa America this summer.
1: Yeah, we're not going to be idiots in two years and trying to be like, oh well, we're changed our season for one for one year to match. that. No, let's not do that. Let's do it now. Get it flushed out so that way when the World Cup comes. Our players who are playing in the MLS might actually be useful in a World Cup.
2: Yeah, exactly. But, all right, Eastern Conference. So here are the teams that made the playoffs in last season, which is FC Cincinnati, who were also the uh, Community Shield winners and also lived up to the the curse of the (laughs) Community Support Shield. Um, Orlando City SC, Columbus Crew, who did win the MLS Cup, Philadelphia Union, New England Revolution, Atlanta United, Nashville SC. Those are the playoff teams. The teams that made the wild card were the New York Red Bulls and Charlotte FC. The teams that missed the playoffs was Montreal, New York City FC, DC United, the Chicago Fire, Inter-Miami, and probably one of the biggest letdowns uh, this past, actually drama everywhere, was Toronto FC. Uh... (laughs) Yes. Yeah, you got players flicking off fans. It was just whole debacle. But anyways, um, starting off with the bust. Who do you think is going to be the bust of the Eastern Conference?
1: Um, man, this might be blasphemous. I'm going to say Cincinnati. Wow. I'm going to say we're going to go and see a fall of from grace here. Um, and if anybody's you, wondering you did,
2: why, he did lose Brandon Vasquez.
1: Exactly the reason why. I'm um, like, you look at this as just like. What is the big thing in the MLS that you can always dominate no matter what? It's a strong attack. A big, strong forward especially can dominate at any point in time in the MLS. And you look at the East, and especially you look at the standings of the East, there were four teams in the standings last year that finished with points above the Western Conference, the the best team in the West. Four teams. That means you have to somehow figure out a way to replace the goals necessary to still finish in the top four so you don't have to worry about that stupid wildcard crap again and you get to host some home games so you can win, which by the way, you barely made it through the first leg of that, that playoff last year. Uh, But then you crashed out just like every other community cup winner. But then, yeah, look, don't get me wrong. Lucho Acosta, still fantastic. Uh, I, I believe there's talent there. Connor Baird, uh, you know, is still a good MLS player, but you just don't, Know what to he's expect. Not gonna, he's to not going to
2: replicate the same numbers. Yeah, you you can't
1: did. you can't get the, like Brandon Vesquez, I feel like scored what ten goals last year, and they were all ten goals in the ninetieth minute. Like it didn't make sense that you can just succeed with when you just like okay, this guy's gone now, but we're not going to replace them necessarily. Not not at all. And I don't, I don't also, know. Also, what...
2: Bear Bear was the leading goal scorer for the Dynamo, but that's not necessarily a flex because <laughs> honestly, the Dynamo you didn't really know who the goals were coming from. It could have been anybody. Hell, we even seen defenders score goals. So yeah. like. Yeah, it, Corey Baird was definitely not not the Corey, best sorry. option up top. So Connor I was mean, his what brother, right? Connor Baird. Yeah, yeah, I think that's,
1: so. that's Corey's brother.
2: Might be. Not very well informed. Oh no, Baird no, it is Corey right.
1: Baird on, on on Cincinnati. Okay. Yeah, never mind. My bad.
2: It's all good. But yeah, FC Cincinnati. Maybe I, I don't think it's really that hot of a take now that you mentioned it because the Eastern Conference. You got to be good. Loaded. I mean,
1: you really have to be good.
2: Yeah, they're definitely the stronger and I mean uh I, I'm not I'm not gonna lie to y'all Columbus crew still looks pretty strong. Um, so
1: they didn't lose anybody. That's the big thing. I mean yeah. they did let me phrase that. They didn't lose anybody crucial to their success last year.
2: And you still have their manager. Yep. You you still have for Nancy. So no yeah. So I you know what, FC Cincinnati, that's a really good good one for bust. Um I think I think the bust this year and it's gonna be kind of mean because they're wearing the wild card, but I'm going with Charlotte FC. I just, I just, I don't even know how they made it to the wild card. Um, to begin with, there is just nothing about that team that really excites me. Um, and I think that they're just gonna have a just another, just they're just gonna they're just gonna fall out this year.
1: It would be the least surprising thing to see Charlotte again, and just kind of like St. Louis we just talked about, obviously. With Charlotte, there seemed to be a little more structure there involved. But like all teams in that, in that stadium, I'm um, talking about you, Carolina Panthers as well, it doesn't seem like that t- that stadium breeds long-term success,
4: mm-hmm. if that
1: makes sense. Like It just seems that there's no forward movement from a team that had some success last year trying to capitalize on it. But instead of making those moves that you need, it just felt like they were stagnant.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. All right. We talked bus. Now, who's the team that's going to have a little bit of a dip this year?
1: Just a small dip. I don't think it's crazy um, to consider, but I'm going to say probably going to be New England. Ooh. I look at New England as my team as just having just a little bit of a dip. I, I know with that said, there's talent there. I'm not going to lie to myself and not think that. It's
2: impressive, not- despite what happened with the Bruce Arena scandal, which now he. I don't know what happened there because now he's he's got DC United, but yeah. he he went back to DC United. But now you have Caleb Porter, um, who's going to come in, and I mean the man's been the guy that fixes teams up and, and makes them. You he's know. Just,
1: he's yeah, what probably one of the most effective new coaches in the MLS, and I say new knowing full well has been what almost 14 years since he's been in the MLS since his first time. But I just don't he always has to make the, the the first changes to make this team successful and i haven't seen any big movements happening with new england yet to to make that successful and i do know there's talent there so i it, i might just be fooling myself and thinking that a new coach with the same old team is just going to fizzle out and have a dip of this year i don't I'm not saying i don't think they're going to be out of the playoffs but they were fifth last year it wouldn't be surprising to see them sneak into that wild card type mm-hmm. of position
2: yeah i don't think that's a, i don't think that's very off putting to say at all uh, my team that I think is gonna have a, a dip is gonna be Nashville. Um hmm. I they they haven't really done anything to really like excite me. I mean, Tyler Boyd is, is cool, but like also you know, it's not like he had like the best of form over in LA Galaxy the past season. I think yeah. he could be impactful, but I mean that team is relying on what Hani Mukhtar does. Um he's not getting any younger and um also that back line isn't getting isn't getting any younger either. Um, you know, how, how, I mean, and also this team shows like when they don't have Walker Zimmerman out there, like they're, you know, and I'm sure he's going to be somebody that's going to be missing, uh, for cup America. I'm sure he'll get a call up. Uh, is, is it warranted? Uh, maybe ask me some, some other, that's a topic for another discussion, but, but yeah, I think, I think we can see Nashville take a dip, maybe barely make the wild card or maybe just not make it at all.
1: I can see that. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, last year they were seventh in the in in the East, uh, and mind you, they were still a good team at seventh. I mean, if you slid them over to the West, I believe they would have been ranked about what fourth, I think, in the West last year. But you know, it's not a bad season by any means. But yeah, I, I mean, a dip from seven, you're going to be fighting for your place for a playoff. There, it's again. I stated, I said it earlier. The Eastern Conference is good. Like you have to be good to make the playoffs in the East. You can't just sneak into that bottom spot. I, I still stand by. I kind of wish they had the old format where they would bring in just the best twenty teams, is what I, or eighteen teams, whatever it is. You know, I think that needs to be what it goes back to going forward because this is—it's silly. Be a
2: lot of people Eastern people Conference teams. It.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like it would be like twelve Eastern Conference and six Western Conference teams. And but you know what? I'll take it. Like, yeah, I, I, but I can see to, to the point of Nashville. I can see them slipping again. I, this kind of goes to the same whole thing. You, you lost some guys. You didn't do anything to affect to impact that that change to positively. And it, it feels like the MLS because we don't have the same transfer windows as the rest of the world, they don't really capitalize when there is opportunities. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I feel like they just miss out on going and signing a player or at least broaching a conversation of signing a player for when the the window opens up, but they just they don't they're just like ah we can't afford them. So we don't bother. It's like, come on guys. You gotta Try. You got to at least try. Get, get, there's a lot of young talent out in the world. Why not bring in somebody?
2: Yeah, definitely. All right. Most improved. Who are you feeling? has improved enough in the Eastern conference. And I mean, that, that's a.
1: Ooh, golly. Uh, you know what? Why not? I'm, I'm going on a limb here. I, I, I think it's, I think it's on a limb. And uh, no. who am I kidding? I, I don't think it's on a limb at all. Um, I'm saying Inter Miami, I think most approved seems safe to say Inter Miami will be the squad. I just, I'm going to go ahead and just go, I'm, I'm, which I'm also thinking Inter Miami as no. Okay. If we don't pick Inter Miami, if there's an exception to inner Miami, my choice changes to, I'm going with Montreal.
2: Okay. I think I like with
1: Montreal, while they had an effective year last year, they just missed out on the playoffs. I think they have all the talent to more than put themselves in the conversation for a top six team in the East. If they stay healthy.
2: No, I, I that's a good one. Um, Pardon me, wanted to say the New York Red Bulls, but I don't think Forsberg is gonna be enough for them. But this this team was in second place, but I think with their new additions to the team, just made them even stronger, and that's Orlando City, man. Like you 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 add you add Muriel, um, you know a proven guy that can do it in, that's proven in, in Syria. And now is coming to the MLS. You know, I'm sure he's going to get a call up with Colombia, so that might hinder them a little bit. But I mean, you you have a lot of good young talent right now. Facundo Torres, dude, is going to go to Europe pretty soon.
1: But Duncan you need McGuire to capitalize should be on in this Europe. team. Let's not, let's not forget Duncan McGuire, because that well, guy should be in Europe too. But we he's, all know he's what going to Europe. No, the, the, it fell through on the plane flight,
2: the Blackburn Rovers deal?
1: Yeah, if on oh, his plane shit. flight something happened with the deal and it fell through, and Blackburn could not hold up their end of the deal, so he was on in mid-flight and had to fly back.
2: Wow, that is insane! But I mean, they gotta capitalize right now. They gotta capitalize, and I think that they made the right signing for that capitalize. I think that they 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 definitely did something where they can be a very strong team in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I I wholeheartedly agree. Honestly, I. I couldn't pick him. I couldn't justify picking him as the most approved team, uh, knowing with the Duncan McGuire thing. I was just like, I, yeah, you do that. And you add in Muriel. There's no reason this team should not be successful. Cause Duncan McGuire proved that he's a young talent for Amer- for an MLS player should and a young talent for Americans in general. Uh, but he's, there's no reason you shouldn't be able to add in Muriel and you should not get better. Like hand over fist, better type of levels. There's he's I mean, yeah, that team is set for success. Also, Dope jerseys this year too. Yeah, uh,
2: definitely, definitely one, definitely one to consider. Um, but all right, who is your favorite from the East?
1: Ah man, um, this is where I always get torn about, right? I just don't want to ever pick the same team that you just talked about, but at the same time, I don't, I don't want to pick against them either. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say Orlando City. I mean I think everything we just said is why I think Orlando City has my my key as favorites. I have another team as backup, but I'm sure you might pick them here. So I'm not gonna talk about it just yet. But I think I think Orlando City. Everything we just talked about is a big reason why they're my favorite.
2: I should say Columbus Crew, but I don't. I, unfortunately, that's, what I I, that's the team
1: that is I my. I should bad.
2: say Columbus Crew on this. I, I there's no reason why I shouldn't say Columbus Crew. To me, they're just pound for pound the best team. They're they're strong in every facet of the game, and then even you look at that bench. That is a deep roster. This is a team that could probably compete really well with the Concacaf Champions Cup. I think yeah. that they're they're that deep where they can. It won't hurt them too much because I think the structure that Wilfred Nancy has instilled on this team is they're all bought in. They're all a hundred percent bought in. Um, so I I really do want to say Columbus Crew. Um, but I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna say that because Tata Martino understands the MLS, and that's I think that's the big, big crucial part of this whole Inter Miami uh, debacle, where I don't think that they're gonna in any shape or form win a quadruple. I do think that, you know, Tata Martino is gonna be really smart about picking and choosing when to play his guys and when to rest them. Because he knows, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter where you finish in the standings. It's how you perform in the playoffs. And I think when you when you, you say those names, Lionel Messi, Luis Suarez, who's probably going to have so much ice ice bags on his knees, uh, it's going to look like Russell Westbrook during when he's not on the court. Um, uh, you know, Sergio Busquez, Jordi Alba. Um, I I still say that the the signing of uh, dang it, what's that? What's that player? He he just got his citizenship with the U.S. Uh what?
1: Ben Ben or whatever it is,
2: no, not him. Uh, yeah, it's probably not that important. But you know, I think that they got a good like support crew. You know, with the trying to get into within the MLS parameters. Uh, I, I don't know when B, uh, Benjamin Kremansky is going to be back to one hundred percent.
1: Julian Gressel.
2: Julian Gressel. There we go. That's the name I'm thinking of because I think that that's going to be a really crucial signing. I think it was. uh, Weirdly enough, probably the more important of a sign than Luis Suarez, Um,
1: for the MLS. I wholeheartedly. MLS guy. Yeah, Julian Gressel has been fantastic in the MLS since his debut in Atlanta. I mean, he was. I'm talking. I
2: I think. uh, I think Julian Gressel will definitely have probably even more of an impact than what Robert Taylor had when he Mm -hmm. when last year because Taylor benefited. If anyone benefited from Messi coming to MLS, it's Taylor. The dude. The dude was a was a highlight reel at one point. So. I think Julian Gressel can ha- get that same kind of impact. Uh, I believe Facundo Fares is also dealing with an injury. That's a pretty important one as well. But I think, hopefully, once everybody's fully healthy, with the support staff that they do have, with the guys that do meet to the parameters of the of the uh, salary cap, um, I think Inter Miami can get into the playoffs once again. I don't think it necessarily matters where they are, but you know that with the players, with the experience that they have on that team, and with the right manager, which it is Tata Martino. I think that they can definitely win the Eastern Conference,
1: yeah uh yeah, I'm not going to disagree with you here. It, it feels the safe bet to say inner Miami
2: it's um, also the boring pick, which I hate. that's why I was like, I know I should be picking the Columbus crew, um
1: yeah, and I think the big thing is obviously with inner is it, it is just how do they shed the players they need to shed and not impact the other pieces that are not the big four? I guess you can say the big five because i 'cause I'm gonna call Kromeski one of the big five. Okay. So I'm gonna say if without affecting those five, how do you get rid of somebody like DeAndre Yedlin, Robert Taylor, you just mentioned, Jean Mota, Gregor, Kristoff, how do you get rid of these guys and not impact the supply chain too I mean, messy mean, to Campana
2: when, when Suarez ain't playing, Campana's gotta be has gotta be up there.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's not like you have Joseph Martinez there anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to figure this out, and and it's going to be tough. I mean, the they're not playing with this whole you got to fall under the salary cap rule. Like you got, it's not the NBA where you get a luxury tax on a luxury tax on a luxury tax. Like you have to stay within this cap, and it's it's going to be if they can pull it off right. I think that yes, absolutely. I just I don't think they're going to be able to do it without bringing in a lot of academy players to fill in the gaps.
2: Exactly. I think that that's probably where they're gonna have to go to. Um, maybe go ahead and get Messi's kid because, like, I mean, apparently the kid's balling at the U at the U nine level.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, that's that works. Maybe call <laughs> up uh, Cristiano Junior. I mean, what, have you seen how tall that kid is now? Yeah, well, I was about to say he's at least thirteen. So I mean, you get a great opportunity there for for somebody who's close to the fifteen year old age range.
2: I was like, good god, that kid is way too tall. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but all right, so. You know, MLS matchup, MLS Cup matchup prediction. This is where we're gonna predict the final. We did say our favorites, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's gonna be the team that went that goes to the that goes to the MLS Cup final.
1: No, because one um, of our two favorites is gonna win the Community Shield, and that's the problem. Is, is <laughs> do, they, do they succumb to the Community Shield? curse.
2: So yeah. So what is your MLS Cup matchup?
1: All right, from the East, I'm gonna say Columbus. We've talked okay. about them enough. I think we both agree that they're the best team there in the East. From the West, despite everything I've said here. Yeah, despite everything I've said, I'm going to kick myself for this one. I'm going to say it's Seattle. Hmm. Out of the West. I think Seattle is... I
2: think Seattle is the weird thing about them is they just find ways to win.
1: Yeah, like despite everything, I think if even if they have a dip in play, even if they are considered a quote-unquote bust this year, I... We're still talking a team that can find their way into the playoffs. I mean, they're going to be a wild card team at the minimum, I feel like. Well, just because, I mean, you just fall from second. There's nothing else to consider. But I think if they can just get to the playoffs, kind of like you talked about Houston, that playoff record, when Seattle gets to the playoffs, nobody wants to go play in Seattle.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: That's not somewhere where you enjoy playing. And the new format sets up at least one game in Seattle if they're, if they're not the favorite there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you still have one of the three games in Seattle. So there's there's concerns there to me that if any team playing them has to go to Seattle to play, it's good luck to them. So yeah, I'm gonna say Seattle out of the West. Uh, so Seattle Columbus matchup.
2: Okay, that that's honestly that would be really interesting. Uh, and so that that would be yeah that that I wasn't expecting that. No. Um, <laughs> from the Western Conference. Oh man, because it could. I think I think Western Conference is a lot more open. Mm-hmm. than than the Eastern Conference is. But that's not because like I mean for the Eastern Conference, it's because like there's just so many good teams. Whereas yeah. the Western Conference, it's not like every single, it's not like any of them are necessarily like bulletproof, if that makes any sense about the Western Conference teams. But I'm I'm man, I'm gonna hate myself for saying this. Uh I'm gonna you know, I, I, I praise this team. I think that they, you know, when healthy, they are very, very efficient. And um and I think it is Sporting Kansas City. I can definitely see sport, Sporting Kansas City. And that mode. wasn't even
1: your most improved team of the uh, of the last either.
2: I think they were my most. In- Wait, no. Were
1: they? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because memo. That's right.
2: Yeah, they were my most improved team.
1: Just kidding. I was. I blanked out there.
2: Um, I think Sporting Kansas City, like a healthy team, maybe add a few more pieces. I think definitely a team to be watching out in the summer, um, to see who they add on to that team, but. They have a lot of guys with MLS experience now. Polito, as long as he stays healthy, is lethal up top. I, I I rate that guy really highly. Um I that may be a hot take. I know a lot of, some people that don't really rate him that much, but you know, Polito still really could be really impactful. Russell, even with his age, is still a pace. It just somehow can just outrun you everywhere you go. Um, but I think this team is still pretty loaded. Uh not necessarily loaded, but just savvy. Probably yeah. like MLS savvy team. And I think also Tim Mealy, a really good goalkeeper. He keeps you in the game for a big chunk of the time. So I think that that's also an important thing. I can see sporting Kansas City just making a run in the playoffs. Um, And I think that's also, it, once again, it's not necessarily, it, it's a team that can win in different facets, can win ugly, can win pretty, can win off of controversy, all of those things. And I think Sporting Kansas City is going to be a team that is going to be able to win those kind of games for you.
1: Yeah, you know, that I, I get that, actually. And, and you just mentioned savvy, and I'm just going to throw a name out there as Daniel Soloy as yeah. the perfect example of savviness. does not not going to jump off a, a, a piece of paper at you. But if you watch him play, he finds himself in the right positions, and he just makes the plays. I mean, he's not always going to be their leading goal scorer or anything. He might not be the leading assist getter. But he's always just there to make the play, if that makes sense. So uh, yeah, savvy is a perfect way of explaining Sporting Casey.
4: Yeah,
2: so that's gonna be my Western Conference, up uh, uh, team, and the team that's gonna make it to from the East. I don't want to be fucking boring. <laughs> I don't want to be fucking boring. Um, Do it. I'm gonna go with Orlando City. Okay. I I I I I like this team when they were. Last year I really liked them. Um they were really dangerous. I think the unfortunate thing for them was just Oh man. I actually they didn't they lost at home to Columbus Crew, which is just a testament of what Columbus Crew is capable of.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. But I think that they've learned. You know, this, this is also a pretty young team. Um so I think Orlando with the addition of, of Murio. This this can really put them over top. I think, you know, with, with I think if you had Muriel last year, maybe he would have been that, that ed factor for them to beat Columbus, Columbus Crew. So that's my final. It's going to be Sporting Kansas City versus Orlando. I'm sure all the Messi stands are just like,
4: how's
1: how's Orlando going to beat Miami? You, you know Edward's going to chime in with, uh, Messi's not going to let that happen. I can hear it now.
2: Yeah, I can see that. His half Ness
1: <laughs> Edward finally wakes, wakes up. <laughs> Timo Werner, four, five goals. No, 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 sorry. No Timo Werner in this league. Maybe one day. Maybe.
2: Maybe that's when Edward picks the MLS team. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The day Timo Werner joins You know, the that MLS. might be
1: the day Timo scores five is actually when he joins the MLS. <laughs> There's,
2: you know the, 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 the clip of uh, when Messi came in against Al Nassar with their down 6-0 and yeah. you had like the chic like put up like the six to let Messi know like how 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 much down they are from. Yeah, it, that's gonna that's when T, when Timo Werner makes his debut. You're just gonna there's an image of just Edward holding up the Timo Werner jersey with the number five on it.
1: <laughs> the best part is, would be if Timo Werner somehow moves to a team and takes five. That's his only jersey number option. <laughs> yeah, like this is the only thing that's a top twenty number, and he's like, you know, fine, I'll take it.
2: I hope that happens now, because now, like I would, I would personally buy it for Edward.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. That's gonna be. We're gonna buy. We're each buy buy a home and away version of it. And if they have a third kit, we'll we'll chip in for a third kit.
2: That's very true. But all right, so who who you're predicting is gonna win the MLS Cup?
1: Hmm. Back to back is always hard. It's one of the most difficult things in sports to win back to back championships. With that said, I'm going to say back to back championships is what we get here. Columbus is They have work. the team. And the, they yeah. Have they, the I team. mean, if there's a team that can run it back right now, it feels like it's Columbus. That, that was, they were so strong, just top to bottom strong. And I don't mean like physically. I mean, LAFC
2: didn't even have a shot in the final.
1: Oh, it was embarrassing. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Like it was a good game. It was, it was fun to watch. But you knew, you knew Columbus was on the front foot from the word go. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, and that's just what they were. The entire playoffs, it felt like they were just better. And it, there was a time, a time frame in last year where they just didn't always look that they were ready. But then the switch flipped, and they were. It was game over at the end of the season. Playing Columbus was a death sentence for your whatever streak you were on. It was just good. Forget about it. That's not happening. And then this year, I think we're gonna see the same thing. That brand new stadium in Columbus. They just saw a championship last year. Banner, Why not
2: banner? Put it back.
1: Yeah, you're gonna run it back day one. You're gonna see a banner being hung there in season two of this new stadium. And now you get to see your team go run another championship back. And I, I, why not? I, It's a storybook ending for dogs Nagby's career. He's supposed to retire after the end of last year. Well, guess what guys, he didn't retire. He's back again for, for round two. And let's see if he does it this time.
2: Yeah. I mean, also Columbus amazing parade, by the way, when they won the MLS cup. So,
1: well, now they're going to have to figure out how to do it in construction for uh, the back-to-back because there's so much construction in Columbus right now.
2: Uh, I I bet. Um, (laughs) Man, Sporting Kansas City, Orlando. You know what? I I could I could definitely see Orlando just being to win their first MLS Cup, which that will be a scene, especially if they're able to host the final. Yeah. Um, one, you're not gonna you don't have to worry about the cold because you're in Orlando, so that's you know point 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 Orlando. Um, yeah. it'll be really cool if somehow Kaká's there as well. I mean, you know, to, to re- I think the That's atmosphere, Orlando, not to sound like weird or anything, but it's Orla- It's just like Orlando with the atmosphere that they have because they do have a, a really good soccer culture. They deserve an MLS Cup at some point. And I think that they're, they're building a good team right now. And, you know, with the addition of Muriel, I honestly do see them as a, a really good contender to win the MLS Cup. So I think it'll be awesome for that city to have another championship uh to get a championship over there um especially cuz they were you know talk about the USL years yeah they were they were the team and what and what better what better way than the 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 year that they decided to do a jersey in homage of that USL team they even brought back the old Orlando City badge for it like what better way to really honor the USL team that was you know Orlando to win their first MLS cup um there's a way to get Dom Dwyer in there. Like
1: I mean, let's do it. But bring him in. <laughs> let that man. Let that man just, just kick of, a penalty. Also is. of
2: all teams to go up against B-Sporting Kansas City.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the hilarity of that actually. Um No, I I think I like I like the idea of Orlando City pulling that one off, obviously. I I think that team is a good team. It's just it, It's funny we both picked teams that don't have major players, if you will, in the uh, Copa America this year. And I, I feel like that's
2: that we feel like that's. I wonder if that's an advantage at some point. Yeah, I was gonna
1: say. I feel like that should be telling for a lot of play, a lot of teams, a lot of people looking at this league this year. Is like, okay, well, this is the big Copa America. This is the big one every four years that they have. Like, obviously, Copa Mary is big every time they have it, but like this one being the multinational Copa is always bigger. And so this one is just like you. You're gonna see players on teams that are just gonna be ripped apart. I look at Inter Miami, and that's gonna be obviously we just talked about that. It's like, they're gonna be just decimated. You might even look at somebody like LAFC or even Seattle or Nashville or Atlanta. They're going to get decimated by players going and, and playing in these games. Um, I think with Orlando, I don't know if Muriel
2: is necessarily like still part of Columbus uh, Colombia's team. I think maybe there's.
1: He might there's, be he might a reserve guy, if anything. Reserve guy.
2: Um, yeah, like, I don't know. Facundo Torres, I know for a fact, will be with Uruguay, but also maybe not necessarily a starter for for Oda White but still. There. It, it
1: might be not it might be something might be something they don't bring him in because they have the ability to change the squad after the group stages. So it might be something they don't bring him in initially but they bring them in after the groups.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Or vice versa. Maybe Farias is a guy they bring in for the group stages and then when it comes to, oh wait, we made it out of our group, they're into in into actual like head-to-head play, he gets shipped out type of thing.
2: Yeah, exactly. So I I can't wait for the MLS season, man. This is uh Obviously, it's the local league. Um, I will be at the I will be at the opening day for the Houston Dynamo, so nice. I I can't wait for that. i um, already got my purple jersey. I haven't gotten it yet, but it's coming in the mail. Um, but I, I I'm I'm excited for this season. Uh, but but all right, man. So Kelsey, of course, you know this is the MLS preview. So you know, tell people where they can find
1: you. Yeah, you can always check me out Wednesday nights along with my co-host DJ Stewart. We are live at 8 p.m. Eastern time on YouTube, Facebook. Twitter, and Twitch. Um, And then you can find our live show or our audio episode only the next day on any platform um, you use. And that'll be available at 6 a.m. For all you young or early morning uh, folks driving to work, be sure to check that out. You can also check out our Tier Tuesdays. Every Tuesday we give you a new tiers list based off of different things. This last year we did the funniest stories or weirdest stories from the Super Bowls um, in years past. And then be sure to stay tuned for our draft Coverage coming up soon, and that's going to start featured with a uh, mock Mondays, mock up or mock draft Mondays with DJ. So be sure to check that out as well.
2: Yep, yeah, definitely. All right, Kelsey, thanks for coming on. Hey, anytime. i always glad to be here. All right, guys, we're back. Thank you, Kelsey, for stepping in, being clutch as Kelsey. you always are. Um, so, ever, I, I mean, now that we know the quad isn't isn't even remotely possible because now there's not going to be a, a fourth competition, but do you think, do you think Inter Miami can somehow manage to win MLS cup, um, leagues cup and I, oh, and they're in the CONCACAF champions cup. So do you think that it's possible that for them to do that with the players at the age
4: that they're at? Mm. Honestly, I don't, I don't think so, man. Like,
3: I saw the video of uh, playing. Um, it was a was it? It was Newell's, right? When they were playing yeah. the, over there in Argentina, it was Newell's. So it was Newell's old boys.
2: It was here. And, it was here in the U.S. But yeah, they played. I played. Yeah, old they played. Boy. They
3: played, Oh yeah, yeah. So so the thing is, when I saw that, and I saw the run that Messi did, and I saw the run uh, that that Suarez did. Everybody basically, I saw all the runs they did. I was like, dude, they're moving slow. I was like, what in the world? They, you know, I mean, I get it. They're <laughs> it's like, where's
2: the, where, man, what speed am I on?
3: <laughs> yeah, speed I was, this like, TV I was on? like, hold on, am I, am I, am I on like, I'm zero five? I was like, what's going on? I was like, let me go ahead and zoom. Oh, it's like, nope, nope, nope. It's a normal speed. Okay. So then that's when I was like, dude, like, even the defender was able to like, keep up with Messi. And you would think Messi was about to burn this dude out. No, he just kept up with the pass. It was, and he set it on a plate, and the dude missed.
4: Yikes.
3: I forgot who, who his name was, but he's a, apparently he's a, he's a young kid, and he missed. And it was, like, set up for him, like, right on the money, right on the platter.
4: Damn. So I just
3: passed it to Messi, and Messi basically took it all the way. And then he was like, okay, I'm pretty sure he was like, okay, I'm not going to make it, so let me go ahead and pass it, passed it to the open man. Open man ran in and just shot it out of out of there like a rocket. I was like, bro. I was like, no way. I
4: was and, like, and put, put
3: goes, me in. <laughs> I was like, I was like, dude. I'm thirty. I'm thirty four. I may actually have a little bit more speed than this young bug. Man, that was horrible. I was like, this is so bad. But yeah. it, anyways, I was like, yeah. It's just um. It, yeah, I I don't think so. I, I at the players that they're at the age that they're at. I I don't think so. They still got. They, they, they. It's, it's, it's hard to say. Like, it's hard. It's hard to say for me because these are players. These are ex Barcelona players. But it's, hard yeah, it's, to it's literally like, to oh, 2015
2: yeah, it Barcelona team.
3: <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. It's not from back then Barcelona team. It's just like,
4: you know, they're slower, and I can understand that.
3: Oh, Don't get me wrong, they're making it. You know, it's but... not
2: funny because now you're you know, you have like uh, Disney Disney Plus that's bringing back 90 you know X Men 97, and uh, and you know, it's like it's like nostalgia for me and er- for me and Edward. And now Edward is getting a chance to have like nostalgia with the 2015 Barcelona, but like obviously now with the new X Men, they uh, just to give you guys a hint, Rogue and Rogue from the from the X Men 97, um, they they uh, they fixed up some of the improved her if you wanna if you wanna say that. Um we're also talking about a drawing, so I'm I'm also gonna say like let's 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 make this appropriate as well. Um uh, but at the same time um Is that I, what I, they I,
3: did? They made her appropriate? Is that what happened?
2: Yeah, they like she uh she ain't curvy as she used to be.
3: <laughs> oh and,
2: and look I'm not gonna like one it doesn't bother me because, one it's a drawing and it I I'm not I'm definitely not that guy. Um uh, but the outrage that I've been seeing on social media about that, uh, I don't think that is this is a really hill that outrage? I would want to die on. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Is there
3: really? Is there really your outrage over that? There's people
2: that are actually outraged that like Rogue isn't as curvaceous as she was from the '97 oh cartoon series.
3: Well, they made her big booty, big leg, and everything. Pretty no, they
2: they they, uh, they 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 toned it down. Ooh. So that's well, what, I mean, you gotta and, think about... but the fact that there's an outreach I'm just like we're well,
3: talking about drawing see, people. Did you not did you not see the the um what you call it when they really released a uh, Space Jam and uh
2: oh the new Space Jam they,
3: yeah and then they made a uh, Lola Bunny. Lola Bunny was not yeah. the Lola Bunny that everybody remembers. Everybody and was and there was out. an
2: outrage for that as well, which, once again, we're talking about a, one, we're talking about a fictional rabbit. Um, yep. And, and so, like, I just people, let's 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 prioritize what we want to be angry about. Um, maybe making cartoon characters less horny is maybe a good thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> just just my thought. Um, but but, anyways, players of the week, um. But my, my whole point was I obviously Edward gets his opportunity to have nostalgia, but now it's like the reality is also it's not as great. <laughs> um so. which I don't know, man. X Men ninety seven could also be really can also be terrible. because um, yeah. I mean what, they brought back hey Arnold for that for that movie and I just couldn't stand Arnold's voice. I was like, I, what is this? So You're
3: like you're like it's not Arnold. Yeah, it's I was like, this is not Arnold
2: else. I was very angry about that. I was angry at a voice, (laughs) like I was angry at a person's voice. Like I mean, I feel like that's more respectable than whatever everybody else is complaining. Uh, But let's just be honest: things are just never the same as it (laughs) it was. That's let's just that's the moral of the story here. But Mm. all right, guys, players of the week. Players of the week is brought to you by SeatGeek. SeatGeek is an amazing, amazing ticketing site app. However, you use it, it has a very simple scoring system. It is. Green, if it's green, that means it's an amazing deal. Go ahead and buy it. If it's red, that means look somewhere else. You can find a better deal. So it's it's very easy to follow. And for your first-time users, if you use the code BELLYUP20 at SeatGeek.com or on the SeatGeek app, for your first purchase, we'll take off $20 off that purchase for you. So once again, first-time purchase, use the code BELLYUP20, take $20 off your first purchase. Thank you again to SeatGeek. For being the presenting partner for Players of the Week, so Kelsey's Player of the Week is Josh Sargent, who scored two goals in Norwich's four-one victory against Cardiff City. So, you know Josh Sargent being being him this year with with, with uh, Norwich, I think they're actually in a good, promising position to get promoted this year to the Premier League. So we'll see we'll see how that ha- how that ventures goes for Josh Sargent. But Edward, who's your Player of the Week?
3: So my player of the week is actually, and I'm gonna go, of course, in La Liga, uh, Barcelona's uh, Robert Lewandowski who scored two goals in Barcelona's two-one win against Celta Vigo.
2: That's a good one. Very important win.
3: Very important yes. win. Yeah.
2: So, so there's that.
3: What about what about you? Who's your player of the week?
2: So there's a certain Viking player that plays <laughs> at Manchester. Um, that came out big and performed very well, very professional performance, and that is Rasmus Hojland of Manchester United, who scored two goals in Manchester United's two-one victory against Luton Town. Um,
3: oh, yeah, dude, he's been showing up. Yeah, he's, he's been actually been.
2: Uh, and you know what's funny? Uh, well, actually, last, last last week's player of the week for you was was Holland, but uh, there was a guy on TikTok, and he was talking about like. Uh, you know Housland, who's been on in an amazing run re- since the year started, um, and and he decided to talk shit about Holland, and and he was like, "What has Holland done? Has he scored any goals?" And then he, you know, obviously gets a player of the week. Yeah, yeah. It. So yeah. Um. So Holland took that personally. So um. So there's that. So just, but yeah, no Housland. I know he took a lot of took a lot of flack uh, when he came into Manchester United, but. Uh, he's definitely starting to find some form which is a good thing Uh, especially if you spent money to bring this kid over to to be your goal yep. scorer so I mean you would want that but congratulations to Josh Sargent Robert Lewandowski and Rasmus Hojland for being our players of the week once again guys if you use that belly up 20 code for your first purchase at com, you'll save yourself 20 dollars off your first purchase Um, all right games to watch guys we have some women's gold cup action coming this weekend as we see Argentina taking on USA and Colombia versus Brazil. Um, if you guys remember the women's World Cup? Uh, Colombia was dropping them bangers. So, and Brazil is still Brazil. So there is also that. So I can't wait for that one. I will be watching some women's gold cup action. Uh, this week. Um, MLS, MLS is back. We got. LAFC taking on the Seattle Sounders. LAFC obviously the, the team that finished that was in the MLS Cup, the runner ups. Uh Columbus Crew, the MLS Cup champions from last year taking on Atlanta United. Um and of course we have LA Galaxy taking on Inner Miami. Um because why not mention inner Miami? So <laughs> in right. Liga MX, we got Chivas versus
4: Pumas. So a little Chino Huerta revenge game, if you will. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. So we'll
2: see then. Uh and America versus Cruz Azul, the two teams that share the same stadium.
4: So I always forget that Cruz Azul plays in Azteca. Or do they? They do, right? Or did they finally get a stadium?
3: Uh I'm not exactly sure, man. I'm not hundred percent.
2: I, I I feel like they did play they also played in Azteca, but I could be wrong. Don't quote me. Uh, in mm-hmm. League 1, we got Mets versus Leon. Lyon has actually been finding some form lately, so so I'm sweating. Um also <laughs> also Sevilla beat Atletico Madrid. So that
3: is that is I saw that and I was like, that is uh wow.
2: So so I'm now the so I'm 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 now the the Michael Key uh Keegan no not the Michael Keegan, Jordan Peel. I'm the Jordan Peel meme sweating. So because you guys I remember the
3: yeah, as I was like, somebody's gonna owe somebody a jersey.
2: I don't like this. Um, PSG <laughs> versus Stadlerenus in the Bundesliga. We got Bayern Munich versus RB Leipzig, and Borussia Dortmund versus TSG Hoffenheim. Also, you guys, just to remind y'all, Bayer Leverkusen is still undefeated. So, yeah, that is insane. Uh, Serie A: AC Milan versus Atalanta, and Lecce versus Inter Milan. Um. There wasn't that many really good matchups this week, so might as well feature the team that's currently, I believe, Inter Milan is still first place in Serie A. Uh, in La Liga, yeah. we got Barcelona taking on Getafe. And... Oh, God. Real Madrid versus Sevilla. So, hoping... some Weirdly enough, it feels like I'm... Ha- it's like Shawn Michaels when he had to, like, switch in music Ric Flair. Like, oh, yeah. That's how I feel. That's how I'm feeling right now when it comes to Sergio Ramos. Um. So, I'm
3: You're sorry. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then here comes this sweet music.
2: I want to see if I could edit this. I'm gonna try to see if I can. Oh do God. That. Um, in the English Premier League, we got Arsenal taking on Newcastle United, and we have the Carabao Cup this weekend. Chelsea versus Liverpool. How Chelsea yeah. is here? I have no idea. I guess they took the, the tournament seriously, because um, they are not taking their league seriously. So. <laughs> There's that. So if you're a Chelsea fan, this is literally this is your Super Bowl. So this
3: is your Super Bowl.
2: <laughs> you better win this one. I'm I'm just saying because I don't think you guys are getting any other silverware. Um. So so there's there's that for you. But also you're not. It's like like the the unstoppable force versus an immovable object because you have the Jurgen Klopp farewell tour going oh, yeah. on. So it's like which one's more powerful? The fact that this is literally all that Chelsea has going on for them. Or the fact Liverpool wants to win as many trophies as humanly possible for Jurgen Klopp, so nope. who who gets it? We'll find out.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's that's gonna be it's gonna be a hell of a matchup.
2: Yeah, so it'll be interesting. Um, but yeah, so those are the matchups this weekend. I know there's a lot more action that's going on this weekend. But if you guys need a beginner's guide, well, here it is for you guys. So we're gonna go ahead and take a break, and then we'll wrap this show up with three up. Three down. Hey guys, this is Hector from the Insert Name FC podcast here to tell you guys about Candidibs. It is a great tasting, superior alternative to traditional dip using CBD in a way that is radical, enjoyable, and effective. It comes in five core flavors, wintergreen, mint, citrus, mango, and American spice. Candidibs CBD is the new evolution in dip, allowing guys to enjoy great, long-lasting taste without the downsides. If you guys want to go ahead and try them out, use the code BELLYUP20 at CandidibsCBD.com. Once again, BellyUp20 at CandidateCBD.com, and you'll get yourself 20% off your purchase. Thank you again for Candidates for being a great partner of BellyUp Sports. Okay, of course you guys know we weren't just going to not do a 3-up, 3-down about jerseys and not have Kelsey on it, especially because Kelsey's love for for soccer kids. So, so, I mean, jerseys in general, but I think soccer kids is definitely his
1: favorite because they change every year. So... Yeah, definitely. I, I'm a big I, look. I think I'm the biggest Jersey stand in the world when it comes to that. I'm I, I'm the fan. I'm the person that watches UniWatch religiously. So. so of course, of course, there's no way we're not gonna have Kelsey on here.
2: So, of course, Kelsey, this is your favorite time of the year because you know whenever we preview a new a new season of any league, we always gotta look at their jerseys. Um, just let 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 you guys remember that because come August, you're gonna hear Kelsey. Also, again for for the for the European jerseys, uh. But, I mean, can't wait. Let's 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 get, wait. let's get this three up, three down starter for you, man.
1: Yeah. So uh, I'll start with a bad first. I'll get these knocked out. Um, so I'm gonna go three down, and I'm gonna start from the bottom, work my way up. And when I say bottom, I mean the worst in my opinion. Toronto FC. I don't like it. I just think I it's, hate that badge, man. It's just, it just doesn't look good. I'm I'm so tired of it. Like they just given everything that's happened is in that, Toronto. Is that last... the
2: rebrand? Are they it's, rebrand or is that just for the jersey
1: yeah it's supposedly the rebrand i don't like it it's just garbage i'm just that's my worst one hands down um the second worst I, I don't hate this as much we talked about this a little bit during the show when we talked previewed mls um i don't so i don't hate this one as much but i i i just don't like the the colors i think the colors are too bright for what they're trying to do also it looks like barcelona um i'm going to go real salt lake here i just I'm not sold on this one. This one, I like the idea that using the mountains. After last year's Red Dragon kit, to this was not... I don't like that. You you could have done better. Come on now. Um, And this one was I'm torn on as being one of the worst, but I couldn't really think of any other one that was so... just offended slash intrigued by, if that makes sense. Uh, I I just decided to flip a coin, and it turns out I was uh, offended by it more than intrigued. And that's Seattle... Sounders, uh green and blue striped with the baby blue shorts that the, looks like the shorts does the,
2: it for me man that's where i'm kind of like <sighs> i can see i was like all right the kid i can see it it's like, it's pay homage to their to their mm-hmm. anniversary but then I, then i saw the blue shorts and i was like okay yeah this is a no for me it's
1: i you know honestly i was okay with it just being the top that would have been fine um but yeah it came down to just that short i'm with you as well that the shorts because i also then there's the whole socks that go with it and i'm just like no we're, we're done now I don't need to see what's everything else. So. I honestly
2: think white shorts, white shorts would have would have worked with that.
1: Yeah, I think white shorts with the with the green, the nice mint green socks would have been perfect to cap that off. Or if you do white shorts, do the baby blue as the numbers. That would have been cool too. But baby blue shorts was just like, ah, guys, come on, we're trying, we're going the other way. And now mind you, I'm usually a big fan of accent colors as the main short color, but this one just didn't work for me. And I think it's just the stripes. I'm a big fan of green and blue as a whole being together in a color scheme, but it's got to be done right. And this one, it doesn't feel like it was done right. Yeah. But yeah, so that's my three down. I just, those are where I'm sold. I'm just not sold on them. Um, Three up. This is the complete opposite ones. And so from the bottom up, so from three to one and this list, I got to tell you this, I was splitting hairs on these ones. Um, Minnesota number three. I think it's a fantastic Jersey. The intergalactic design. I love it. Oh, it's fantastic. I think it's a great design for what they're trying to do. They're trying to be talk about how, you know the sky is so clear, you can see the night sky. You know in Minnesota, it's true; it's a fantastic it, view. You know it's one there.
2: of those jerseys where they just went for it, yeah, and and it, and, and they nailed it. Like it's you know yeah. it's, that, this honestly could have been a a big miss because it could have been just like a someone would have mistaken it for like a space jersey or something like that,
1: or the paint splatter jersey that uh, but Montreal used a few years ago. Like it could have been either one of those, but instead this was just like this was a. I feel like Minnesota nailed this one. And it um,
2: goes with their with their white jersey because it's like the the Aurora, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, the, the Aurora uh, design on them still. So, no, I, I love it. Um, balloons definitely definitely showing out with the jersey design. I feel like they've been waiting for this moment just to have their great jerseys. I've been disappointed for a lot of the previous ones. Um, but so that's number three. So if that's number three, the rest of the list is actually pretty good. Uh, I'm going Orlando City at number two. Now, the jersey, most everybody's like, oh, it's simple. It's all white. But it's a clean all-white and the accent colors they're bringing back with the orange in there, with the gold and the purple, I think it all looks good together. And the badge—it was the badge that sold me. The new sick lions, lions badge. The pride badge is, uh oh, was fantastic. I say obviously there's an Orlando Pride women's team. I'm not saying that pride badge, but like multiple lions are known the, as a pride. The
2: original, the original Orlando yeah. City badge.
1: It's, it's a great design all, all, all around. And uh, when a lot of teams have an issue with the, uh, their sponsorship being you know, not working for the Jersey. This wasn't the case with Orlando either. So I, you know, I love the Jersey top to bottom here, but number one, I feel like these guys get a, a nominee every year in my tops, top threes. um, At least, at least in recent years, I'm gonna go Portland. The oh, evergreen,
4: man.
1: the evergreen with the, so the cream with the evergreen trees on the outside, man, I, I'm sold. You guys, you guys got me. You, look, you're known as the Timbers. Why not put trees on like, there?
2: I don't know how you topped the rose one. I was, I really didn't know how you topped the rose one.
1: I didn't either, man. I was, I was like, I don't know what you guys are doing, gonna do here. I, I you know, I, I even loved the previous cream jerseys, the cream kind of almost goldish color jerseys they they had. I loved those too. This was like when I saw these, I was like, no, that's not real. That's gotta be a, that's gotta be a player, like a fan mock up. It can't be real. Nobody, does, Portland, no way they did this. Um, and there's no way to really ruin this unless they go like a, a basic white short with this. If they go a cream short or anything or green or any of that, that stuff or their their shorts, it was Portland normally does. They'll run a green short with this. I think it's a fantastic look. Um, so, yeah, I'm going Portland number one just because that jersey is something else, man. I honestly wouldn't be surprised when I actually get moved over into my actual studio area if you see that jersey behind, my, behind me somewhere at some point in time.
2: <laughs> yeah, man, I can't wait for that. But all right, Kelsey. Thank you. Thank you for you know, obviously doing your three up, three down. And we'll go ahead and segue over to me and Edward right now. All right, guys. New season in the MLS, and that means new kits. Well, not kit, not plural, because they just do one jersey. So they so basically this this New Jersey they'll be it'll be featured this season and the next season and then their their opposite jersey would be, then be getting a new a new look so they they use the same jersey for two seasons um they just alternate when they change it uh but just just so you guys know so you guys understand it um but all right I'm I'm gonna go first um being that you know it you know Edward told me to go first so that's what we're doing. <laughs> Alright, so, so my three down for my number three. Um, I'm gonna go with Toronto FC. The jersey
4: is just boring. It's a plain <laughs> white jersey. Don't like the badge. So so yeah, that's my number three. Okay. That's all I gotta say about that one. Um
2: my number two is going to be Um, okay, well, that just pushed me way, way ahead. Um, my number two is, is, uh, FC Cincinnati. Basically, you can say the same thing about the Toronto jersey, because this is just a plain white jersey. Um, they call it the canvas kit, I guess, because you you can, you can make it your own way, which that just means you're lazy. So, (laughs) (laughs) in other words, you're lazy. Um and my number 1 is going to be uh i i i am i'm going to say it's going to be uh just co- it, it's it's honestly wait, the theme is just boring jerseys for me and that is nashville mm-hmm. nashville you know yes it's different it's not white but it's also just like just a freaking navy bar on the chest it it's It's just, it's just dull. Like that's really like, and I will say Adidas did a really good job this season with a lot of these kids. And like, it's, it's, it's baffling
4: that these three were just so boring. So yeah, yeah, so those, those are my three down. Okay. All right. So my three down, uh, let me see. Uh, my three down is actually, so my number three, uh, I think it's because it's a bit of an eyesore,
3: but also it's like a part of me, maybe it's just because of my mentality. I don't know. <laughs> it looks like weed plants, but number three is the timbers, oh. more than timbers.
4: No, oh, you're gonna yeah. hurt.
2: Kel- you're gonna hurt Kelsey now. <laughs> Kelsey loved that jersey,
3: <laughs> but
2: it does look like a weed plant. Yeah, so I, 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 mean, I get you.
3: That's that, that's why it threw me off. I was like, "What in the world?" I was like, "I was like," more than really like, keeping it weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, bro, what in the world? But it, it looks it looks a bit like a weed plant, bro. Like it's like growing on the sides. Um. And then number two, I do want to agree with you on the Nashville one because for one, okay, for one, I feel like it's a little bopping off of Columbus crew. I know the colors are the same, uh, I just I don't know man, it's just it looks like you said it looks boring there's nothing mm-hmm. there's nothing there, bro, and then, uh, my number one, and this one is because like you look at this and you're just like what in the hell like what what i i looked at it and i was just like man i was like i'm going to get trans I, I was like maybe that's their maybe that's their what they're trying to do but the but the colorado rapids jersey like to me it looks like a like the red version of purina dog chow
2: weirdly enough there's a soccer team that's sponsored by purina <laughs>
3: this, <laughs> exactly but then ironically this is but this is the one. But then the thing is, like, if you look at the shirt, it's like they're trying to trance you in. Like, it's like there's a trance. It's a circular kind of vibe to it. And it's like, rrr, rrr. like, you know who it reminds me of a lot? Um, Even though the colors are not the same, but the the trance frog, the one from Futurama. Oh, okay. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. So, it's, yeah. So, it, like, it, it reminds me a lot of that. So, that's why I was like, man, I was like, I just can't. I, I was just like, mm, I just can't. I was like, I don't like that. I don't like that jersey. So,
4: yeah. Okay. That's pretty good. Well, I yeah. mean, not. Nah. <laughs> it's not good.
2: It's, no, I mean it's that's a, it's not. It's that a good. good it's a good three I, down. That's what well. I, I agree you're with.
3: Saying, which, yeah, you're, you're saying you're saying it's a good list. That's what
2: so you're. a saying. solid three down. Um. There all right. Go. Three ups. So my number three is New York Red Bulls um edward edward could definitely attest to me with this black and red i mean also this is the color scheme of the podcast (laughs) but but black and red you can't go wrong i love i love the the zigzags i I love this look it's also kind of like an homage to the metro stars but in the red bulls way also if you guys know i'm like a huge sucker for the rb leipzig kids so this makes me think this this is like okay like this looks like this reminds me of rb leipzig so yep. I think I think New York Red Bulls did a really solid job with their tri- I mean besides the fact that they're both owned by Red Bull. But very solid job by by the New York Red Bulls for that one. Um my number two and I I I'm gonna put the Houston <laughs>
4: Dynamo on number on my number two, which what? is what? Wait That's your number two? Yeah, why are you mad or yeah
3: I would have thought that was your number one.
4: <laughs> I
2: wanted to be my number one, but you know, okay, you know what you're right okay yeah let, 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 you know you 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 sold me you sold me <laughs> all right, so my number two now you know what my number one is my number two is Montreal bro, this is bro, I don't even wanna say clean, bro I wanna say this is ice cold bro this it is like ice in my veins, bro. This jersey is just like, bro, who would have thought a whiteout badge? Like, on top of that, with the whiteout badge, well, not completely whiteout, but they, you know, inverse the, the badge. I, I love this kit. It is clean. Like, even the BMO works perfectly with it. Also, what's with all these teams that have BMO as a as jersey sponsor? Um, no. But yeah, Montreal, dude, like, very simple. But fucking just chef's kiss. I love it. And my number one mm-hmm. is the Houston Dynamo Still Holding Kid. Um, I know a lot of you have been bashing this kid for what reason, besides the fact that you're just a hater. Um, but if you guys don't understand, Houston and the color purple is a very uh significant color scheme. It's and a it's, Houston
3: thing. It's a Houston thing.
2: It's a Houston thing. It is So the hip hop culture for Houston is is very iconic. We're you know, Houston's the 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 guys that started riding you know, riding with blades, you know, still tipping. Everything that Houston hip hop scene is, this is what the jersey is a homage to. And of course, the one and only the legend DJ Screw. Also, if you guys want to know why purple, well, I mean the color Um, (laughs) of lean. Um, it's funny because um in the goals TV Discord. There's a guy that's like from Spain, but doesn't like Spanish soccer, which is wild to me. Um, but he loves Inter Miami. I wonder why. Um, <laughs> so he was he was trying to tell me that this jersey is a huge L. I'm like, dude, this is literally the best jersey. Um, and I yeah. and, and it's because like the the Dynamo is and like I've been saying this about the Dynamo, bro. The Dynamo has been one of the few teams in in Houston that has actually really been holding it down for Houston. Like there's yeah. there's their so their social media always featuring hip hop the hip hop from Houston, always trying to feature the artists from Houston. They're even collaborating with an iconic graphic designer that made a lot of these iconic album covers for some of these Houston rappers with some of their graphic designs this year. Like the Dynamo is as Houston as it can motherfucking be, and this kid is just was just I mean. The fact that I'm willing to spend $200 on this damn thing should tell you everything about about my commitment to this jersey. <laughs> the purple kit is amazing. I hope that they keep going with it. Um, Actually, I'm not going to lie. And tell me if, if you think that this would be wild. But I think the Diamond definitely need to look into doing a Space City jersey at some point. Maybe even do an homage to the Westheimer tiles. Um, Oh, God. Yeah, like I I definitely love these kids that are more that are like represent a representation of Houston. So I I love it. Um but yeah, that's my 3 up.
4: Okay, okay. So all right. So my 3, my 3 up. Here we go. So my number 3. And let me see. It's actually so i think it's because it, it i think i like it because
3: of the, of the fact that it's black and red but the dc united kit it's very simple no nothing too out of it, it has like I, some sort of uh outline design. design behind like you know yeah like it has like little strips almost like it looks like it's missing the strips but it's not um
2: I think you you just can't like you can't hate on d c United for doing a black kid because that's what they're known for is that, the black that's what kid they're known for so like for anyone to like be hating on them for having a black kid it, it, it's what you're like i honestly like and I think everyone would agree with this. your home kid is the kid that you're supposed to be wearing right like like it's yeah. supposed to reflect your badge your color scheme like if Barcelona's home kid w- didn't have stripes on it, it would probably be its blasphemous, so like yeah. There's certain things that you just have to do for your kit, especially when you're talking about the primary or home kit. And I mean DC United, black kit. And I mean once again, black and red. Killer combo. So yeah. so yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I agree what you mean. Cause I, I don't hate the DC United jersey. I think it's a good it's a very clean jersey. It's a good jersey. It's a solid jersey.
3: Yeah. And then uh so my number two. Uh you might actually be surprised on this one. But the Minnesota kit, that Starry Night one.
2: Kelsey loves that kit, and I I love it, bro. Uh,
3: it, it's it's really like it's it's actually dope. It's pretty dope. Like the fact that you have a literally the Starry Night on yeah. there. I think uh,
2: it, I think what I, when I when me and Kelsey were talking about it, like there's 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 going safe, and sometimes that can backfire on you. Look at FC Cincinnati and and Toronto FC. You know all those that did the white jerseys. Um, except for Orlando. I, I still give props to Orlando a little bit more than, than the other the other two. But there's there's going there's going safe and then being hated on for going safe. Or yeah. or on the other case, like DC United, they went safe and it still came out as a solid jersey. And then there's going wild and it could go two ways. Either you look like you have marijuana plants in your Portland. Uh, but, or
3: Or or you can look like you have the freaking uh what is it, the Twilight Zone. With the what's it call it with uh, the
2: Bora Borealis, the Colorado
3: or... color, yeah, the the Colorado Rockies. Oh yeah, the, that that too. that weird pattern. I mean, it it's simply it's it, ironically it's black and red. But the thing is, it's like no, no, yeah, it, it's just it's just not that good. So I but... I love the
2: Minnesota went for it. So like I, I think that that's the cool part, and then plus it's just clean, and then it, it also like connects with Minnesota. Yep. So yeah, I yep. agree with you 100% with that one.
3: Yeah. And then uh, my number one, I'm in the same boat with you. The holding it down, like still holding it. You yep. know, like that. That is, dude. The jersey itself is just clean, bro. Like I'm probably gonna end up getting one, but we'll see. I'll probably get one when it's like, it's on clearance or something.
4: <laughs> That's gonna be in two years, years man.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. I will mean, shit. I'll, I'll wait.
2: But yeah, no, th- this jersey is awesome. Um, it's, you know, it's it's awesome whenever you're you're able to find a way to like have the the jerseys connect with the city, and I think mm-hmm. uh, Houston has been the Dynamo have been doing such a good job with trying to connect with the city. Um, I mean, the fact that they unveiled it over at Cactus, uh, at the at the Cactus album, uh, you know, the CD store, yeah, uh, iconic iconic location especially if you're if you know the houston rap scene um so yeah it's it's awesome that like the direction that dynamo has gone especially in the marketing department um just more and more like it makes me be proud about being a fan of the houston dynamo even though everyone says i should stop being a fan of this team uh
3: (laughs) but (laughs) who tells you that
2: Um just because about everything ended with me um but uh but no, I yeah. I I love this team to death. Like every everything, still, it's I'm 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 still H Town, as it gets, except for basketball. Don't ask me about basketball. <laughs> <laughs> like
3: how about the Rockets? Well, how about them?
2: Uh... Unless they pay me, I'm loyal. <laughs> Unless the Rockets pay me, right. I'm loyal to them. <laughs> then I'm loyal. <laughs> if, if anybody knows that, it's because I worked at the Rockets for a bit, um, yeah. and they paid for my loyalty. But that is three up, three down, man. Um, we want to give a shout out to the Belly Up Podcast Network. Check out the website, BellyUpSports.com. Also, uh check out them on Instagram and X at Belly Up Sports and at Belly Up Media. Be on the know of everything that's happening here on Belly Up Sports. Also, you'll see clips from our our podcast over on their belly on Belly Up's YouTube channel, so go ahead and check them out over there as well. Um, shout out to Gold TV, man, uh Jose Tejas, man, the man with the vision. He's been making that place uh, uh really good. Check out gold TV, Follow them on Instagram at Golz.tv and on the X at G O L Z underscore TV. Uh lots of content being dropped constantly, man. You'll see me there from time to time, either with Gangster Round Table or with uh Wake Up MLS. But you'll and you'll you'll see Jose uh come on as well on the podcast as well when, whenever he can. So make sure you guys check him out. Obviously. Roosevelt Spencer, man, the guy that has made our intros, our outros, edits our our singing bets. Um, he now is now. I
4: can we say he's bilingual? Kind of, maybe. Maybe, maybe a little bit. He's like partially uh, bilingual. Like very partially. Partially, yeah. Minimally <laughs> bilingual. Minimally bilingual. <laughs> Um, but you can follow
2: him on Instagram at that guy dope if you guys need beat work done. Hit him up on Instagram, that guy dope. Once again, that guy dope. Um, he will take great care of you, like he always does. Oh. He he helped out Kelsey with his show, so like I said, you, you, he's 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 great and he's the best. Um, but
3: he's the best around.
4: Not do, 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 do.
2: I'm like so passed off. <laughs> Like I, I'm now at at episodes of South Park where I I'm like I don't remember this.
3: No, <laughs> um, oh, man. I'm at
2: the uh, I was watching the Tiger Woods episode actually recent like just now before Ooh, we started recording. Yeah. I was like, man, I forgot about this one. Like this now I'm going into like unknown territory where I'm like I forgot that these episodes existed. Um Oh no, no. Oh, I yeah. I passed that. One. It was the uh Sarah Jessica Parker.
3: Oh god. Yeah. That oh god. So Look, I get why she's mad. It- <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh but, but but yeah man. Uh episode 163 man. Uh Edward once again uh will be taking a sabbatical. Uh you know rest is ba- rest you know charge those batteries bro. Take as much rest as you need. Um you know enjoy your time with your family. Uh don't don't feel like you have to rush at by any means man. Like when you're good then you you know obviously you let me know and, and you're right back on it. And if somehow we become monetized and we're actually available, you know, where I'm able to make this a full-time job, I'm, I'm texting Edward immediately to quit his job. So. Yeah.
3: Be like, uh, quit your job. But nah, yeah, that would be, I mean, uh, I would, I would, at that point I would actually, you know, have the energy to be like, Hey, you know what? We're, we're going to make, I'm going to make a paycheck now. And this is going to be my full-time job. It's going to be, it's going to be better, but we're not really doing this for the money. We enjoy doing this. It's just, you know, got to take a little break. You got to take a little mental, mental break from, yeah. uh, just to halftime for my own betterment, you know?
4: Exactly.
2: Exactly. So
4: yeah.
2: prove that I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't slave drive Edward. I just want to point that out. <laughs> prove that I don't, that I don't abuse him. Um, but yeah, so Thank you so much for all the hard work you've done, Edward, so far. Enjoy your break. Uh, like I said, take as long take as much time as you need. Um, the podcast Thank will you, still baby. be here. So
3: Yeah, of course,
2: man. Also bad, also, also as a representation also for Belly Sports. Take as much time as you need, mm-hmm. man. So don't worry about it. Um, but that is episode one sixty three, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh catch me next week for episode one sixty four. Um I have no idea what the topic is, but we'll figure it out when we get there.
3: <laughs> well, oh, don't worry. in the world of soccer, there's always something happening. Exactly. You never know. And Bobby might say, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to Manchester United." And you're like, "Wait, uh, what?"
2: I was like, it, "I mean, it, it'll <laughs> finally be a reason to watch the Manchester derby." <laughs> at
3: this point, at this point, you're you're already like, "Ah, oh, this is giving me a heart attack."
2: <laughs> yeah, this is this is going to be rough. Yeah. But then again, now then I would probably say, yeah, there's a good chance that Bobby could break that record because the records, the the, the Premier League goal scoring record isn't as high as the La Liga. <laughs> it's La Liga's.
3: Messi, Messi decided he destroyed that man.
2: Dude, he, he was on like, something man. else that year. Like I was just yeah. like, dude, dude. test yeah. that man.
3: Test I mean, that dude.
2: They were too busy testing freaking Charlie Sheen for tiger blood. They should have been checking Messi. <laughs> so...
3: Yeah, yeah
2: So there's that. But yeah, thank you so much for listening. Catch us next week.
3: All right, take care, guys.